jerk of the week. Alrighty, welcome back. This isn't the middle of the episode. Yeah. That's what you think is going on. Because it's going to go straight to what are those? You're the director. <laughs> no, we didn't mess up the recording. It's We're switching it up on purpose. So so here's episode 17, Woo! my friend. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Ah, it hits the spot. Yeah, it's good shit. So episode 17, we're going to go straight into it. Jerk of the week. And Teach, you said you had one? Um, mine was kind of... No, I'm going to pass this one. You're going to pass? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You just say it was petty, so... Yeah, uh, it was pretty petty. I love pettiness, so... <laughs> Maybe I'll bring it up later. Okay. Maybe it bugs me somewhere. I just kind of got over it, so... <laughs> but look, like, two hours ago, I was like, man, I can't wait to fucking talk about this piece of shit, but... <laughs> right. No problem. I have a drink of the week, and it just happened tonight, so... And I was literally thinking, I was like, man, I have, I don't have a jerk of the week. Like, no rude drivers, like, nobody at work, no, no, nothing. It's like, okay, here we go. So, as of right now, I'm wearing my Bullet Club Young Bucks t-shirt, which the Young Bucks are part of the Bullet Club, which is a wrestling tag team from Ring of Honor, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, PWG, da 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 right? Is that, uh, y'all may or may not know, I'm a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> so, I'm in line at HEB, I'm buying my alcoholic beverages, to prepare for tonight's recording. Guy taps me on the back of the shoulder. Hey, what's all this Bullet Club stuff that I see everybody wearing? I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a tag team. I was like, they're very popular. I was like, they got a merchandising deal with Hot Topic. So that's why a lot of people are getting it now. Because before you had to order it online and it takes forever to ship. Because I have a Kenny Omega shirt that got shipped from Japan. So it's like, and it took so this is forever. at HEB, right? This is at HEB yeah. today. And the guy goes, oh, okay. You know wrestling's fake, right? How old is this guy? This guy has to be older than me. Like What's in his this guy's 30s. demographic? This guy, okay, this guy looked like he was in his 30s or maybe 20s. He's just a smoker or something because his face was really like, oh, okay. just looked older. Yeah. Shaved yeah, head. up, fellas. Lotion up. For real. <laughs> Shaved head, about my height, maybe like an inch or two taller, kind of heavier set, and he's a Mexican guy. Oh, okay. He's like, you know wrestling's All fake, right, right? right? I got the mindset of this guy. Yeah, I was like, you can see where he's coming from. So I, I look back at him and I'm just like, yeah, I know. Well, if it's fake, why are you watching it? Like, it's entertaining. It's a pretty intimate question. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it's entertaining. I was like, I really enjoyed it. Watched it since I was younger and just stuck with it. I was like, I, it's cool to me. Oh, uh, I just don't know how see people can watch fake things. I'm like, well, you're wearing a Game of Thrones shirt. I'm like, you know, Game of Thrones is fake, right? Well, yeah, but this is different. It's like a TV show. And I'm like... Monday Night Raw no and SmackDown no are TV shows. They're just live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not a sport. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my friend. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, the wrestling is on TV. Yeah, that's not considered a sport, but you have to be very athletic to be doing that. No, he's like, uh, you know, you don't have to. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> I was like, there's been tons of athletes from like the NFL, NBA and stuff that tried to go into WWE. But couldn't keep up with it because they're not in shape like these wrestlers are. Right. Well, I don't, no, I don't know. You know, it's not that big a deal. If it's not a big deal, why did you have to throw it in my face that right. wrestling's fake? I go, I'm obviously into it. I'm wearing the shirt. Yeah. Like, you knew so, I was going to have something to say about exactly. that if you make so, this up. And so he's just like, well, I just didn't think you were going to turn it into a thing. And I was like, no, I just don't like people telling me wrestling's fake. And I was like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I love it. I was like, so, and I'm going to wear t-shirts. I'm like, I'm spending my money on things I like. So I'm wearing this t-shirt. It's like, if you just had a question on the t-shirt, I answered it. 
There. He's all, like, dude. He's all like mumbling shit behind his. Paid for my fruity drinks, and I leave. I, I leave. I left the HEB. I was like, man, what a dick. That is a dick move. Don't come like, at me. That's like, really weird. I was like, like, oh, yeah, you know, reality TV is fake, too. Yeah. Right. I was like, <laughs> it's, you know, they do things like that. Did you know you can't mess? really pick up a girl and sleep with her on the bus for $500? Right. It's all fake. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not real, pal. Yeah. You know, it's like, you think Jersey Shore, they have that kind of money? <laughs> right. No, MTV was paying for those people in the clubs. Like, I'm skeptical here. of all media anyways like even mrs teach likes this radio show called brook and, Ju- and jubal in the morning on 94.1 i think and they have this segment that it's um the second date update where people email the show because they went on like a date now they can't get a call back and they'll call the person back and it's always you know they're actually really intricate but i swear up and down they have to be fake right? yeah there what are the odds that the, there's that many people wanting to put their business out there um, and that they're so intricate, like it's. But Mr. Teacher refuses. Just like, they're these are real. Can't you hear how like how genuine they're like? See, like that's they're the actors. Thing. They're good. They're that's good the at it too. Because I listen to a, the Billy Madison show at uh-huh. nine point five in the morning. That one might be pretty. And they don't really have skits like that, though, right? No, they don't. They um. They're kind of like our show. Kind of. This is not stage, you guys. This is yeah, all I was like, this is real uncut, unfiltered. Yeah. Raw. Right. Ugh. But, um, whatchamacallit, like, so, for the longest time, because I was just like, man, this this shit has to be fake, because there's a guy on there named Nard, who's, like, kind of like the dumbass of the group. The douche. Yeah, pretty much. And so, like, they're always playing pranks on him, they're always hurting him, but it just sounds over-exaggerated, because the other guys are laughing. He's like, oh, oh my god! Uh, and like, if they're showing him gross things, he's like, so it's super. You know, so I was like, I'm like, man, okay, these guys, okay, whatever. But they actually Facebook Live this shit. Oh, that's really just how it is. And that's really, I'm like, oh wow, Nard is a dumbass. So I'm like, oh, what do you know? And, but even in that sense, he could have been playing it up exactly on the video. But, but it, it was kind of cool to see, like, oh yeah, like there was a skit where they, or not a skit, but there was a segment where he lost some bet and they tattooed nipples on his butt cheeks. Like each cheek got one nipple, and then they pierced. They pierced the nipples. <laughs> I was like, they did not do that. I was like, they. I was like, this guy is not that dumb yeah, to probably like get nipples. Waiting to happen. Yeah, so I was like, that's stupid. No, this fool really got nipples tattooed on him, and then the wow. next week they literally put piercings in those nipples. Well, if they're showing it too, then I that's, was like, that's legit. I was like, damn, okay. But even that stuff, I believe that more than. Because that's, like, jackass stuff, and there's a big profit for that. Like, that is that is someone that's a part of the show that's obviously about the show, and it just depends on how far he's willing to go. And, of course, he's willing to go because he makes money off this. Yeah, well, how yeah. many random couples have such interesting uh, stories <laughs> every day of the week of misconnections, of this went wrong versus this went wrong, or this, you know, and it's always, it's always very, it's never, like, a boring one where it's, like, Oh, fuck, my phone's been dead. Like, cool. oh, I'm glad you got phone. back to me. Love to go on a second date. Like, how many times is <laughs> that? You know, it's always like, oh, well, actually, I went, look, you were sad about your cat going missing, so I decided to look around your whole neighborhood and got hit by an ambulance. And I've been in a hospital for a month, and I couldn't get to you. And it's like, well, I want to date you. like, well, I want to date you, too. It's like, no. Like, that's a great story. I mean, it's good radio. I like listening to it on the way to work, you know, if I'm not listening to David Wayne Claren to teach, but, um, <laughs> uh, but it's fucking fake. Um, so my drink of the week, I'm going to, he's a, he's all fuck it. I'm doing it. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's no big deal actually, but 
It's two. It's actually another guy on Facebook, and actually my mom, just because she's funny, but... So... <laughs> So actually, one of mom, my mom was actually one of the uh, people I usually block. I have on that list of block mm-hmm. just because I, she, I love her to death. But Facebook and parents is just a pain in the ass because right. they always comment stupid shit or get after me about stupid shit. So, anyways, I post a thing today about San Antonio about why we love San Antonio and all these cool things about it. I personally don't like the Riverwalk. Never liked it. I grew uh, up going to the r- Riverwalk. It's mm-hmm. a pain in the ass. It's touristy. It's busy. Uh, the sidewalks know, are too thin. The river's green. The food is not even really good. And it's super <laughs> fucking expensive. You know, yes. forget about getting drinks. You know, I don't like the Riverwalk. So, and I'll, of course, the San Antonio montage is going to have the Riverwalk in it. Right. So my only disclaimer is like, I fucking hate the Riverwalk, but everything. Ri- river. The Riverwalk. Um, but otherwise, it's all good. And one of these guys mentions me, um, comments, uh, what do you say? He's just like, you hate the Riverwalk. Like, how can you hate the Riverwalk? It's beautiful. Have you noticed how beautiful now? And I just put, the river's green, the food's not even good, and it's super expensive. I go, and the thing is that he's from Kerrville, so I don't count that as San Antonio. No, but, yeah. So I was Kerrville. like, you know, if you're from San Antonio, I get it, because he grew up in Kerrville, which they look up to San Antonio, because we're like the big city next to them, you know? Mm-hmm. So, of course, everything that you can come to San Antonio and do is cool. <laughs> So I just put, you know, if you're from here, it gets played out, and it's not fun. You don't go there for a good time. He goes, well, I am from here, and I do think it's a good time, and I think you're just cynical. <laughs> and I went, I went, you can think whatever you want to, and I just put a thumbs up, like, that's cool. And then he posted back, he was like, I mean, have you been to the King Williams, to whatever? And I was like, dude, that's like the bougiest place. Like, no, I haven't been there. Like, that's not even part of San Antonio to me. Like, that's the even worse. No, the, the King's William district? King William, King yeah. What did I say? No, you said it right, but I'm all, oh, yeah. I'm slurring my words. Yeah, yeah, King William district. Um, you know, it's, I, I have been there, but it's not like, that's definitely not somewhere I'm like, you know, it'd be a nice day to go walk around this bougie-ass, snooty-ass, white people part of San Antonio. Like, mm-hmm. um, anyways, and then my mom, so he's just my joker, because I'm, oh no, I put, uh, I put, that's the bougiest part of town, you know, one of the parts of town, and also, um, I go, dude, you can like the Wolverwalk, it's totally okay. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know what we're arguing about here, like, I just don't. You're not gonna convince me on Facebook that I've, like, Ooh. you know what? <laughs> fucking love the river thank you you've opened like, my eyes now yeah. and i'm not trying to tell you like it's the worst thing in the world you need to hate it i just don't like it. you don't have to and then my mom puts on there like i and she's trying to be funny but it was just annoying because i'm already fighting with this guy right and then she chimes in and is like i don't know why i went wrong raising you you know you have to drink before you go there let me show you how it's done if you can't do it right. i'm like oh so i delete her comment quickly because i'm like i hope this piece of shit doesn't read that my mom fucking <laughs> siding with her which she's never gone to the river wrong. like growing up I've never seen yeah. it in the Riverwalk, so I don't know where that comes from. Like, <laughs> anyways, so she has a drug of the week, too. Man. <laughs> so, so, here's the thing, is that I am not a... Okay, Facebook, um, you know, you post shit, get ready for people to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing is, like, I don't... I purposely don't post hot topics on my personal Facebook, because I don't like to argue about shit. Yeah. This is not even one of those topics. This is just me <laughs> saying, right? And someone still has to fucking chime in with their... It's like, get the fuck off my posts if you don't no, agree with it. Now, this platform, though, you know, if y'all like the Rock, email us, let us know how much it's dope. Right. And if you hate it, tell me how much I'm right. I mean, like, either way, this is the way I would like your input on Facebook or on my personal page. I don't give a fuck, but... Right. <laughs> So, no, anyway, yeah. so there you go. Jerry Well, no, yeah, the Riverwalk, 
I mean, it, it's going to now it's going to hold some kind of sentimental value because that's where I proposed the Leslie. Sure. I proposed the Leslie well, on the river walk. Sure. But yes, it's green water. Mm-hmm. It's We're not, not it's not Why the best. <laughs> no, I mean, it, mostly just because it was just like, oh, it just looked really romantic. <laughs> there was there was this one spot that had a bench and a and a street light thing, one of those lamppost things, and I was like, yeah, this looks nice. I want to propose yeah. right here. So there's that, but it's like, yeah. But like, you don't usually go there for like to hang out. No, and like, you yeah. Know, and it's for a special occasion. I know when I have people in town that are visiting, you know, um, I, I will take them. And only, that's the only time I'll go is because if you're in San Antonio, you got to see the Ruach because that's part of, it's part right, of the culture. The, but I never go. And if, if I have friends that have been already, like I have my friends in Austin that come down and, um, Sometimes whoever someone will suggest me, you want to try the river. I'm like, fuck no. You know you don't want to go. Why do you just because right. you haven't been there one time? You know you don't want to go. Like, and I don't want to go either. And they gotta so, pay for parking downtown. You gotta pay for parking. It's, like, oh, it's horrible. It's yeah. fucking horrible. It's the worst. Yeah, boo, river so, walk, boo. Yeah, but you know, I get it. I get why it was on there. I get why it was on the montage. I get right. why it was. You know, people do special things there, but mm. I ain't going to chill at the river walk. It's fucking. See, it's funny you bring that up because uh, I started doing lift. The ride-sharing app. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I used to do Uber a couple right. years ago. So now I'm doing Lyft just to make some extra money because uh, we're going to WrestleMania soon. So mm-hmm. it's in a couple weeks. So I want to try to get as much money as I can. Um, today I picked up this uh, older white lady and this older black lady. And um, they were Together? in town. Yeah, they're the same. They're like – they said they were in San Antonio for some training thing or whatever, right? The white lady was from uh, Nebraska and the black lady was from North Carolina. And so they were like, oh, well, we're only here in San Antonio for training. We're going to go to the Alamo. That's where I was taking them, which I was like, fuck, I'm going downtown. Yeah. I hate driving downtown, especially yeah. in rush hour traffic. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Actually, wait, what, today? Today, yeah. But it's very good because it's spring break, so there's not a lot of people. Yeah, like, traffic wasn't super bad, yeah. but then. So, but I know what you mean. I know yeah. that connotation. Was so it's kind of like, show. fuck. So they were all like, oh, so what's there to do at the Alamo? And I'm like, ah. I was Check like, out the basement. <laughs> right. I was like, honestly, it's mostly like a big old gift shop that's inside mm-hmm. of it. And I was like, they have like tons of Alamo stuff in it. Yeah. And they have guys that dress up like they're old, tiny, you know, pioneer people. Uh-huh. I was like, but. Um, Shit, I haven't been to the Alamo since I was in grade school. Yeah, I was like, like, you know, elementary school. It's like, yeah, same. Like, it's been years since I've been. And so I was just like, but I was like, really, it's the outside that a lot of people just want to take the picture of. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, that's true. And she goes in the lady in the back. The black lady was all like, well, what about the river walk? And what's there to do on the river walk? And this is not. And I was like, "Eh." can we go tubing? (laughs) Right. No. (laughs) I was just like, yeah. I was like, there's a lot of good restaurants. I was like, but I mean, it's really pricey. I was like, really, you're just food. I don't even think it's good there. I was like, you're really just paying for the ambiance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and really, there's like a lot of those novelty type restaurants like Dick's, right. Rainforest Cafe, Margaritaville, right. Hooters. I was like, they really have just those kind of things, which is pretty much just kind of like, a, oh, you're a tourist. Come eat here. How many San Antonians do you know, do you see at the Rock? Not a lot. Not a lot, like, yeah. I think I maybe run into, like, two friends my whole life that are like, yeah. hey, you're downtown, too. Well, I oh. never see people post, hanging out at the Riverwalk. It's always, like, maybe, drink. like, lunch. I know my, like, the uh, attorneys and stuff for lunch because we work right next to the Riverwalk. Right. But... They don't um, when they're not around there. They are not coming downtown to go to Riverwalk. They're not on their day off. Ooh, right, let me let's go, go over here. Like, uh, how can I waste four hours? So let me. Just Have you to... seen Pee Wee's Adventure? Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. When he the, came to the Alamo. The movie. Yeah. No, I okay. haven't seen it, but I know he. Oh, okay. There's something in like, the Alamo, right? There's the reference of 
if he's looking for the basement, there's no basement in the other one. So, mm. and there's a, anyways, okay. Anyway. I, I, I figured you didn't get the reference, or maybe I didn't make it clear, but it was that you didn't get it. So. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I couldn't have it lost. I just had to explain it. So. Right. But yeah, so Teach is actually more prepared than me today. I didn't prep, mm. so uh, he's got some stories lined up. You go ahead, take yeah, away. Yeah. You're okay. di- you're gonna be the lead today. All right. Yeah, there was a few I just thought was interesting. So, we, I y'all remember last week or the last episode we um we mentioned about <laughs> drug um drug ooh yes commercials and and the this PSAs and, and whatnot and and what sparked that was the aspect of a woman gouging her own eyes out high on meth. Yeah. And and now she's going on a tour, uh, you know, as far as to awareness of drug abuse, right? That's just so insane. I would cry if I Hey kids, don't be like me. So, oh. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's like it's takes off like her glasses. That, yeah. Oh look what I've done. Oh. If you want to try meth, look at this. Right? Right? Cause I can't see. Yeah. I can't see. I'm it. not sure if it's that intense of a <laughs> <laughs> I would like to imagine that it is that intense. So, first of all, did you see who the girl looked like? That's right? before, clearly. This is before. Right, because she has eyes. Um, <laughs> um, Does it show post gouge? No, oh. but she's twenty years old too. So there's just more, just a little more information on the story. She's twenty years old, so that's satisfying. Um, <laughs> and what had happened was what really it, she thought was happening was she felt okay. Let's see here. Let's see. Maybe I should read it. Yeah, read it. So this is straight from the page. Yeah. Okay, ready? So, quote, her name was Kaylee. Quote, I thought everyone who had died was stuck in their graves, that God was up in heaven alone, and that I had to sacrifice something important to be able to release everyone in the world to God. It made the world darker and took everything I believed in and distorted them to make me go down the path to pulling out my eyes. It was scary. I didn't understand what God wanted of me. But it made me feel a sense of righteousness that I had to be the one to do it. And I was glad to do it because I've always had a big heart and nobody's ever given me back that love. I proceeded to pull out my own eyes with my bare hands and twisted them and pulled them and popped them. I told the pastor who shut up, pray for me. I want to see the light. Pray for me. It's the same life, but I've learned everything in a new way. Life's more beautiful now. Life's more beautiful than it was being on drugs. It is a horrible world to live in. Alfred, oh, well, this just explains how she isn't, how, basically how as she's blind and she's adapting to being blind. So, she twisted her own eyes? She literally, <laughs> which is, okay, that is just insane. And That's I've never, brutal. I knew meth had like hallucinogenic kind of effects or like paranoia and delusions. But and I know like they pick on their skin and uh, a lot of time they feel like there's bugs on them. But you know those are little because you know I don't right. know if you've ever had that little tickle where you think it's like a bug. And oh, like I get that all there. the time. Where I'm like, ah. Oh. Well, okay, so they just amplify that for them. It feels like it's all over and this and that. So like that makes sense. But the actual aspect of needing to pull your own eyes out and literally doing it um, is insane. That's, That's insane. So so that was just <laughs> I, I came across that today. So that that was just. 
that to continue off of yeah. so there now you do have to listen to the episodes in order because uh oh yeah i was like <laughs> well that kind of gave it all to i was like oh i was kind of nitpicking not really nitpicking <laughs> but i was all like hey i'm so happy episode 16 got over 30 <laughs> views on youtube but then i was like but nobody's listening to the episodes in the middle like nobody's Everyone's just going for the meat and potatoes or leaving the sides well, which alone. Which is weird because I, I, when I started a podcast, I had to start from the beginning. Yeah. And if you're starting with this episode, give us some time because we progressively get a little more cohesive. Right. You know, versus the You'll start appreciating episodes. us if yeah. you go back and listen. We're a little more awkward and nervous in the first few episodes because we didn't really know how to you know, <laughs> we're like, all, we're all, uh Yeah, so uh, Teach yeah, is going to yeah. talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it's brutal and, you know, we've gotten... We've gotten over it, so... Progressively better, so... Yay to us. Okay, the next one I had was... Um, I always say Betsy DeVos, but it could be DeVoe. I don't know if it's like French or something. Fucker, Betsy DeVos. So she, if you don't know, is the... Um, she's the Secretary of Education. And it was really controversial when she took her seat there because she's actually just... She has no... She's not a teacher. <clears throat> She's not political. She's literally just a, um, uh, an inher- uh, what do they call them? An heir? An heir. And to a wealthy family. And she just kind of funded the um, Trump's campaign a lot. And the um, Rep- Republican Party. And so basically this was just like, oh, well, here you go. Like, right. we don't really care about Thanks for the support. So, sitting right here. So make a lot of money back on sitting here, you know. <laughs> and it's really controversial because our secretary of education is the head of our public school systems. Yeah. Um, and she's openly and avidly against public schooling. She's mm-hmm. into private schooling, which is not what she's the head of anymore. So it's basically like putting someone that's all about Pepsi as the director of the Coke, <laughs> you know, Coca-Cola um, foundation. It's like, they're going to funnel everything out into Pepsi. Right. And they, they're like, I'm all about Pepsi. I only think Pepsi's the best. Thank you for making me the head of Coca-Cola. Because right. that's what I'm going to do. And also, too, because like when, when she first got put up for this chair, or however you say it, elected, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, um, and, she would, and she started going to graduations and speaking to graduations, there were students that yeah. were refusing to go to the graduations that they were, um, Protesting. you know, walking out, you know, standing up and walking out as she started speaking. And so, and then a lot of people were really applauding these students, mm-hmm. but of course the conservative side, oh, look at these snowflakes, they can't handle speech and right, this right. kind of shit. But right. now apparently she's getting into, because I remember seeing something, but it, I didn't really look into it, but you saw, you read apparently... She's getting in hot water again. Yeah. Well, she was on the 60 Minutes show with... And it's hilarious because... Uh, well, the whole episode is... But it still sounds like Barbara Walters to me, even though Barbara Walters is like 100 years old and like not... But it still has that same kind of like... Tonight, we discussed. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> that robust kind of white woman voice that she has. But um, So she's on the... So basically... You should go watch. I I'll post the video. You know we can post it on on the site. If yeah, you're definitely give it in, give it a share. And if you're, if you're interested in watching it, but um, basically the I don't know what the new lady of the show of sixty minutes is now, but she keeps asking. She goes, okay, so you're cutting funding for public schools, and DeVos is going, yeah, yeah, we we have we see that when you take money out of the public school system around the schools. Um, you'll see an uprise in community and this and that. And she kind of, and the lady's like, so you're saying that you're going to take money away from the underprivileged schools 
the public school system and that they get better. And she's like, well, you'll see. And she keeps saying, like, stats or, like, this and that gets better. And she's like, but does the school get better? She's like, well, I can't really blanket statement how the... And the lady goes, okay, well, how about Michigan, where you're from? How about Michigan? They're doing horrible. Like, they have no money. They're doing horrible. And your plan is to take more money from them. And she's like, well, the stats show that if you... And she's like, but where does this happen? You say that the stats show that it works, but when have you seen that work? And she's like, well, we're on the... We're trying to... You know, she cannot answer the question. Yeah. She obviously does not know what's going on. Um, she's prepped to say that these stats for this and that just skirt. They're like, hey, just bring up these stats. You'll be golden. Right, exactly. Just, you know, and just don't ever answer. Don't ever answer the question. And then the lady, you know, ends this, the interview, or at least the clip ends with her going, have you been to these schools? Like, have you gone? And, and she actually says, I have not intentionally ever gone to one of these schools. Which Intentionally? I don't, yeah, she literally says, like, and I, because it, it sounds like she wanted, she must have been nervous, because... That's not what you would want to say, you know. Um, I'm not on my own free will gone to these places. Right, that's exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> I think you're trying to sound like it wasn't your fault, but you literally just said it to your intention not to go to these schools. Um, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> and the lady was just like, "Well, maybe you should." And then DeVos is like, "Yeah, maybe I should," because like this big cheesy like fuck kind of look like oh shit like. Bum, bum, bum. Every time you put this thing in front of a camera, though, she just cannot fucking answer. No, anything. she is stupid. Because I remember when she was first coming up in, um, like, Bernie Sanders and everybody was asking all these questions. And she's all, um, no, um, I, I don't see, I don't see those funds or I, I haven't looked at these records or something along those lines. And, you know, and I'm not, I'm not a big politician. I'm not super into politics. You know, a lot of these, you know senators you know representatives all these kind of things like i understand what their basic function is for i understand you know like okay like housing and urban development okay that you know sounds to me i'm the the same way i don't i mean there's tons of directors for this and that and there's tons of you know people in line for the and i don't know i don't i'm only i i looked up her position i'm interested in following her Particularly because she's technically my boss, you know. Right, that's all the, the highest the of the highest, you know. Right, it goes all the way up. Um, all everything that trickles down to what my profession will be comes from what she says. So it's kind of interesting knowing how um, what not prepared she is for the job. So. Yeah, what I what I really appreciate, and this is going to sound weird, but um, but hear me out. Sure. So I appreciate the Trump administration, and I appreciate this whole political format or this political landscape that's been created since, you know, the, um, you know, since the election time, you know, since the campaigning and everything, because now it's showing us what not to do, what not to have in a president, what not to have. Cause honestly, this is the most social that I've seen any type of president, you know, presidency be, you know, with the whole Barack Obama thing, it was, First black, you know, first African-American president, first black president, you know, hope, change, all this stuff. And that's what the main thing was about. You know, it was about the history making and everything. Now it's more of whose side are you on? It's really turned into this kind of like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm on my side, you're on your side. But then it's like, like with this, this is Betsy DeVos. Okay, this chick is a complete dipshit. 
our president just picked somebody just to, and you said that because she supported the campaign and everything. Hey, thanks for giving me money to win the presidency. Here, you sit here. Just whatever the name tag says, just yeah, kind of yeah. look it up. So, and then, and also, and then in San Antonio, which uh, across the nation, I believe, there was, um, there was like early voting and stuff, right? Where you could vote for your local representatives and um, state senators and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Texas is going to be a red state for a long, long, long time. Right. But what I really appreciate right now, because my sister, my sister's in high school. A lot of high schoolers are like-minded where they're all Democrat. They're all Mm -hmm. very, you know, liberal. You know, they're open for gay marriage. They're open for, you know, like uh, pro-choice and everything like that. There are a lot of these, like, open-minded ideas. But if you see all the conservatives and Republicans and stuff, they're all older people that are on their way out. Right. You know, so once we get all of them, once they all die off, then they... The youthful so come into play. A, I always, I don't get into it, but me and my coworker were, um, we're all, she's very conservative, but it's so funny because she's, she'll always at, she's cool, which is weird. She's a cool conservative, but she doesn't, she's not the type. She, when she first started, she had purple hair, even for a law firm. She had purple hair. She wears like glitter and like, you know, <laughs> you know, she's very, I don't know, very free spirited. You can tell, um, mm-hmm. And she's always asking me about, like, Buddhism and feng shui and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, oh, and crystals. And, and I'm not even into all that. So that's, like, even too hokey for me. Like, that's Who was the one guy from Quaphone? Uh, Michael? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, all fucking crystals and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's right. And then I found she's, like, super Trump, super conservative. So I was like, what? Like, let's not even go, I feel like. But um, we always get not into it, but we're always kind of like... We just kind of like, ah, but this, and then have, but this too. Like, right. staying our side, but not really getting too uh, into it. Yeah, right. like, why do you hate poor people? I don't get that. <laughs> but, you know. um, and then she's like, why is your generation so sensitive? I don't get that either. And we're just like, you know, kind of like, ow, but let's not get too into it. Right. We, we're cool, though. It, it works. But she, she uh, told me about a quote by, I think it was, I think it was Woodrow Wilson, um, or Win- Winston Churchill. You know, I think it was Churchill. But he said, if you're um, not a liberal in your 20s, you, you're heartless. You have no heart. Mm-hmm. And then he said, if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40, you're poor. <laughs> so the aspect is saying that and when we're all young, a lot of us are very like, mm-hmm. oh, we help fellow man, help, you know, everything's, you know, should be shared more or less. And the older you get, the more you have, the more you're like... Yeah, I don't want to give up a lot of that anymore. I had mm-hmm. to work for this. And not that I agree with that. I don't see it myself. No, like, so, but yeah. that aspect, I think, is pretty true. And that's old. That's an old saying. Yeah. And you see, you'll see, you still see that, you know, Because honestly, when I was in high school and, like, even middle school, I guess, you know, starting to have that independent thinking, you know, growing mm-hmm. up, becoming more um, of an adult and everything like that, I, I was always the one to say shit. I was always saying negative shit, like, to try to be funny. Like, what I think, like, the whole thing is with, like, a lot of people, like, voting and supporting Trump is, like, oh, haha, like, I'm, I'm doing this to piss people off, kind of being a troll. Yeah. So I said that kind of shit, like, I, and I, when I look back on some of the shit that I said when I was in high school and, like, being on Twitter and Instagram and shit, I'm like, man, the fuck, why did I say that kind of stuff? Yeah. Like, I remember, like... But that's know, even younger, because that's when it really didn't matter. You couldn't exactly, even vote. <laughs> and so, yeah, and so at the same time, it's kind of like that whole, like, if you're a liberal, if you're liberal in your 20s or, like, when you're younger or whatever, I'm like... I'm starting to get more like that now, but I just don't see myself as yeah. older being conservative. Right. Like, I don't either. I saw you post this, um, on Facebook and I, I, I remember like, oh yes. Cause 
Leslie gets pissed off at me because there's a Planned Parenthood right down the road from us. Oh, yeah. Almost every weekend or even sometimes every weekdays, day. there's people protesting. Almost every day. Every time I see them, I roll down the window oh, and dude. I flip them all off. And Leslie hates you. goes, just stop. Yes, they're stupid, but just stop. I'm like, yeah. no, fuck them. Yeah. Like, that. Yeah. oh, that's so ugly. It drives me insane. Because there was people that would do that in high school. Like, there were people that, like, would walk in front of Stevens High School on a rare occasion. And they would hold signs of, like, you know, like, abortions are bad, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. And somebody had a sign of, like, what a, like, a dead fetus looked like Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, like, that's terrible. Like, you, oh, God. I'm, I, and I'm, um, a lot of people post on that and say, oh, you're better than me. I would have flicked them off or yelled to And to be honest, every time I pass them, the, the one in me... In Buddhism, it's called shempa. Shempa means the hook. It hooks you. The emotion just hooks you. Right. And I really just want to, like, if I have my coffee or my tea, man, yes. I just want to, like, Fuck you know, you. just real quick, just get real close and slow down and just fucking throw it at him, right? Just yeah. drive off. Because fuck them. Let be wet. Um, but it kind of comes, philo- philosophically, it's like, well, again, I always come back to this is their karma being ugly and putting all this energy into that. Mm-hmm. And me... I could put energy into throwing stuff or flicking them off or every time, but I don't really want to. And it's nah. not m- more right or more wrong than no, any of yeah. That's just where I come from. So, like, some, like, my friend um, Heather, I can I could see her, and my friend uh, Chrissy, who posted both posts, I'm like, oh, I could definitely see it. You, I could understand, too. Y'all, y'all have that in you, though, too, to like, give. I was like, I, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I've thought about, like, man, I want to buy a Slurpee, like, Fucking red and giant. Fuck you. The forty-four ounces. It was like, but no, just driving. Yeah. Or it's even better if like Leslie's driving and we go down there because that way I could double flip them. Actually, what I always fantasize about if I'm on the driver's side and uh, Mrs. Teacher's driving, I always think about um just fucking throwing the door out like right like (laughs) knocking the fuck over. You Mm -hmm. ever see where you're just like you know they're on the sidewalks? Yeah. Bam! Like just fucking knock them down. Knock them down. Um, but. That's that's not really my style or my scene. So, right. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, well, that really digressed. Yeah, yes. that really went <laughs> that was... Man, we're already at thirty-four minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, let's take a break. All right, let's yeah. take a break. All right, and we're back. We're back. I always try to match it. But... Right. So this is the beginning of the episode. No, I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> we fucked it up. Right. We we recorded it out of order. Um. No. Yeah. We needed to take a break. <laughs> Teach needed to go smoke a cigarette. I needed to go explode the toilet. And uh, we, and this episode can be long if you'd like. Especially because your SO is out of commission tonight, correct? Yeah, so Leslie is... um, So yeah, so Leslie's starting to get really involved with extracurriculars. And um, um, she's going to be spending the night with this group or whatever at um, one of their houses or whatever. So. Sexy pillow parties. Man. <laughs> FaceTime me. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so I'm all I'm all rolling solo tonight. So it's all a podcast night. Yeah, so it's gonna be all podcast, 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 podcast. But yeah, um, we are just stumbling upon some gold right now. Right before we came back into the room, um, I I think it's really interesting, and this is something that I forgot about um until we brought it up right now. But RuPaul, um, as you all know, who is one of the most uh, iconic icons of the LGBT. Le- yeah. L- yeah. Of the community, you know, is really outspoken for, uh, or he's really notorious for being a famous drag queen, uh-huh. you know, dressing up as a girl, for those who don't know. Um, which I honestly thought RuPaul was a female for the longest right, time when I was right, younger. Right, I didn't know it was a, 
was an actual. He I was remember an actual, my parents telling me like that's actually a, a man, and I was like, "What? Like, no way! How does that even work?" Right? <laughs> like, what? You mean they're telling me they're just wearing different clothes? Yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, so, and of course he has RuPaul's Drag Race, uh-huh. you know, which is a reality show, which, um, it's predominantly gay men, um, which... And he's all about puns, so that's the pun, yeah. is it a drag race, not the cars, but right. drag queens. And also, interesting fact, RuPaul is really obsessed with cars, he so, is. so that's yeah. something, too, yeah, he really likes right. racing and everything. That's right. Which is cool. So, it's like he's he's a cool guy. I like it. If you didn't know, I'm actually a trans man. I was born a woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's uh, the thing. So what? So what do they say? So if it's a trans man, if they say they're a trans man, does that mean they were a woman first? Yes. And if it's a trans woman, they were a man first. Right. So the the pronouns are. I guess they're pronouns. No, I guess they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't be pronouns. But the aspect of that's where the word cis comes in, right? Cisgender mm. being biologically born that way. Uh, if you're a cis man, cis woman, you're born a man, you know, born a woman, and you identify with that. And then trans man means that you've transitioned into a man. Mm, okay, from okay. A female uh, biology, and and same with the trans woman, you transition to a woman from a. Man, a biological man, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that's always the part that confused me. When they say that, I'm like, kind of like, uh, I need to have it Does breaking down. Like, is like, it like that their identity was a man, they're transitioning, like they were a man right. transitioning to a yeah. So I'm like, uh, I, need to know, I need to know the uh, order of events here. So it's and it goes in order. Trans man's transitioning into a man. Okay. Yeah. So, so that, which is simple. So now you know. <laughs> yeah, so now you know. Okay. Yeah. But speaking of trans and RuPaul, so RuPaul um, recently got into some hot water because... Um, he came out with saying, you know, that he doesn't want fully trans people on his show, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, wait, what? Because right. there has been trans people on the show before where they're like, well, I am transitioning and this, this and that. And, you know, he's always like, you know, well, good for you. You know, we're, you know, you're so welcome here. Also, I am a, I'm a fan of the show and I watch it. Me and Mr. Just love the show. We've it's watched a it show. since, Lo- it used to be on Logo. Mm-hmm. And they're on season 10's coming out. We've watched probably since season 4. And season 4, 5, 6, 7 have been on Logo. And then 8, 9, and 10 have been on um, VH1. Mm-hmm. Which is also interesting because we're probably to have a talk show on VH1 back in the 90s. Oh, really? It got canceled because it, it was too progressive. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was too much. Um, so I followed the show. And I, I can remember the first queen that was on there that came out as transitioning and uh, as a trans woman. And he had made the statement that, uh, you know, we don't screen for being a boy. You don't have to be a boy to be on on the show. Uh, you just have to have these qualities of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I never... And now I can memorize because I can think of the acronym now. But I always could never memorize all the, all those words. But they spell out... I'll let y'all find out. Charisma, right. uniqueness, nerve, talent. Think of what the first letters spell See. out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the original statement. That was like, I don't know, it had to been like season five or six or right. something. A while back. And yeah. Um, and I guess he came out and said, they asked him, you know, would you let one a fully trans woman after like post-op, you know, had his business <laughs> removed right. and this and that or uh, transitioning her hormones. And, and even further than that, what about a woman? Would you have a woman on the show that identifies as a drag queen, right? Because uh, one of his co-hosts is... Uh, Michelle Visage, who she 
her joke or so is just that she's that she's a drag queen because she kind of dresses in drag the really crazy makeup mm-hmm. you know the wigs the she just has really fi- big fake boobs but they kind of look you know she look if you would see her at a club you're like oh that's just no drag queen probably like, right she could look <laughs> passes that so that was kind of the question that was asked for Paul and he said yeah no it's a boys club you know it's the point is when well, this is his word saying. Um, the outrageousness, the the uh, comedy that comes from this, the part that makes it unique is that it's men pushing the boundaries on women, mm-hmm. on the on on escaping masculinity. You're truly giving up masculinity when you dress as a woman, as a drag queen, and right. that's where the the heart and soul of the drag is. And people are pissed about that. Yeah, like it. It really rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, yeah. especially cause like I said, because he's an icon within this community, mm-hmm. and you know he's kind of like the like. The, the queen, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, well, they all call to. Mother. yeah, you know, so, so that, it even took me aback because I was just like, wait, what? Yeah, like, they, that like RuPaul said that? that, RuPaul, yeah. I don't know, I, I get what he's saying, I get where he's coming from as the business point, as being the curator of the show and keeping it going. Yeah, because I think that's the whole, it wouldn't be as interesting watching a woman get up there. And it was like a it's woman, it's not as outrageous, it's not yeah, as outrageous. It's like, and again, I'm not saying this is what it is, but I'm saying a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, a woman would dress like just that. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always made the joke because um, my sister loved – that's really who I started getting getting into it is because uh, my sister watching it. So a while back on Hulu, um, I didn't know like it could be like Netflix where you could split it off into like it's one you know, parent account, oh, yeah. but you could have the set – Profiles? Yeah. So before we discovered that, it was just my account, you know, my account, my profile – so my sister and I, you know, gave access to my sister so she could watch it at home. Did you but... name it Leech One? <laughs> no. <laughs> so fucking, she started watching RuPaul's Drag Race because uh-huh. she loves drag queens. She watches all the on like, videos. Yeah, on Hulu. Yeah. At the time, yeah. it was on Hulu. Yeah. And so I remember one time I was out, I was sick at home, and I, that was still when I just had the Xbox. I didn't have a smart TV yet or anything. And the remote, the batteries on my remote died. And I finished watching my show, and it was going into RuPaul. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, no, yeah. I don't want to watch <laughs> right, this. Right, 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 right. No. I ended up watching a whole season. Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> this, this is show awesome. is badass. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? It's funny. It's and really I was going funny. around like, like when Leslie left, I'd be like, sachet away. <laughs> like I was telling her shit like that. And so, and my sister thinks that I just make fun of it because you know yeah. how guys talk. Yeah. Like, you know, guys will call each other the F word, you know, oh, hey, yeah. why are you being a... Yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And that's just how guys, that's how I grew up talking. That's how my dad called sure, it. See, sure. Those kind of things, you know, saying queer and things like that as mm-hmm. insults. and But not like as like, oh, no, like we don't have anything hate against the gay guys. Right, you're, just, right. you're just a queer. You know right, what I mean? Right. So that's just how I, and I know kids nowadays and like young people nowadays don't do that as much. You know, that it's not, yeah. So anytime I say those kind of words, my sister, oh, you should, oh, like yeah, blows yeah, a gasket. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, just chill. And I think it's funny. Yeah. So I always make the joke. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go on there and I'm going to be a straight guy. And I'm going to show all those queers, you know, who's bust. I that too. Yeah. And she's like, well, you don't have to tell them. And I don't, I don't call them girls. I say, I still call them guys. Well, they are. Yeah. And they are. 
And, and that's I the know thing is that you can because they identify as cis men that are drag queens that are not. And that's queens. what pisses my sister off the most because she's like, when they're in drag, they're women. And I'm oh, like, no. no, they're. She's too into it. I was like, they're men in women's clothing. And a lot of them are also, they will get upset if. Um, it's funny because within their community, they call each other girl too. They're like, girl, girl. girl. Like, you know, yes, queen. But yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they'll use the pronouns her for everyone on that show because right. they're all, you know, it's an effeminate term but you'll see some instances in the show where they're like well don't get it twisted i'll fuck you up because i'm still a guy right <laughs> you know I mean? like, like i'm still a man like i just like here and here's the thing here's the weird intricacies and why it's fucked up for rupaul to be saying this is that drag kind of comes on the shoulders of trans women because originally it wasn't men didn't just dress up to do this to do it uh it was original and not out in public anyways mm-hmm. um the people that did that were trans women that were men and they didn't have, you know, and they looked kind of funny because they didn't have as much as the stuff that you can get away with now, all the tapes and the powders right. and the makeups that are so crazy. Now you can get away with all this stuff and they really look like just guys in drag, but they really did identify as women. So there's that aspect of the history of drag where it's like, well, how are you going to exclude, you know, or say that you wouldn't let a trans woman on when they're kind of the ones who started this, like, right. whatever. And I don't know the history of drag. This is what I've read about it because I was interested on <laughs> on that aspect. But I don't know where I stand on that because as at the same time, it's like, yeah, you can't do that. You can't exclude. The whole point of the LGBTQ is to include everything. Yeah, the computer is very spacious. And so to put, it's kind of just making your smaller group, you know, reminiscent of the world again where everyone where you can't discriminate it's discriminatory yeah. the same time as a viewer um and who doesn't identify with this and all that stuff it's like yeah that wouldn't be interesting <laughs> like, right it wouldn't be funny i have and i don't know if this is bad or not but a lot of my kind of joy that comes from watching the show is stepping back for a second because sometimes like an intro like oh that bitch this girl talking blah, 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 right? like, <laughs> she don't fucking know this bitch don't play but stepping back around like these are full grown ass men in wigs and makeup and, yeah. like, and they have scenes where they're putting on all this crazy makeup they look just insane you know their hair is all in that net the wig, like the wig cap, yeah. and their makeup's all the contour stuff they have to do they look like just funny they're just and then it's like and these are grown ass men right. talking about this stupid shit like that's so funny to me like the, thing, uh, the outrageousness of it yeah Oh shit! What was I gonna say? Um, it it really it really reminds me of there was an SNL sketch a while back where there were like guys in a mechanic shop. They made they yeah, yeah and yeah. they're all like, hey, you know, uh, it was like last year. It it was some it was sometime it was because it, it had just came on VH1. That's why they I th- it yeah become more public. So it was like, um, hey, you guys heard about the show RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah, my like, check watches it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know. <laughs> If we're being honest. <laughs> and it's the guy from Star Trek, isn't it? He's the... Chris one. Pine, yeah, yeah. He's in that episode, yeah. yeah. he's in that skit. And he's the one... There, because there's one guy that's like, hey, hey. Like, he's kind of quiet. And he goes, yeah. all you bitches have yeah. got it wrong. <laughs> like, and then he starts going for, like, Trixie yeah. or somebody. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, it, it's funny, too, because... Uh, <laughs> Because, yeah, there's RuPaul Drag Race. I mean, I know it's been around since I was in high school. Like, I remember... Here's the thing. It's a guilty pleasure for me. It, I don't I say it's a guilty pleasure this. for it's me, too. It's a total yeah. guilty pleasure. Um, I and I don't normally discuss it, especially uh, just because it has weird connotations sometimes. And, and the, we're not at the place in the world where we can just talk about right. it. Right. But um, 
Frit becoming on VH1 made it a lot more mainstream because it was on Logo even, and Logo is like synonymous with LGBTQ mm-hmm. friendly, you know, uh, material. And so for it to go on VH1 was like, damn, like this becoming it got such a following that it was right. able to be put on this platform. But you know what's funny is that it's not as good on VH1. Really? No, I don't. Think I don't so. think I've seen the VH1 format. Yeah, yet. I've well, only remember it from Logo. We, me and Mr. Teeth. I mean, they had a, one. First of all, the commercials are way longer because it's mm. VH1. So yeah. it's still an hour set, like it was on Logo. But on Logo, they'd have like two commercials, you know, or like two breaks for commercials, which is VH1. It's like every fucking. 15 minutes there's a commercial so there's really only like 20 minutes or 30 minutes of real the show right and in the original stuff they had a lot more like little challenges and shit like that that you saw like the girls uh bicker and stuff you know right. the funny part now they kind of taken all that out because they have to fund and, and i get it but um it's not as good it's already yeah. not as good and then to add women would be like I could watch, uh, what's the, the, the one, to me, this show makes fun of the Tyra Banks show, the model one. Where the oh, models. what was it called? It was, a uh... Next Top Model. There you go, America's Next, Next Top, Top Model. Next Top Model. That's how I see this as, too. But it's, makes fun, to me, it makes fun, it kind of, uh, the way they're so prissy and the way they're so about themselves, although they probably really are, yeah. it mirrors how, like, the female personality is, or, like, even the model kind of... Because they're queens, they're prima donnas. They're, yeah, yeah, you know, they're but those divas. really grandiose about it. Yeah. Like, they're aware of it, too, versus on the runway stuff, or the Next Top Model stuff, um, they don't even know. And I can't watch that show. I, for, I, I'm Tyra, never watched. I love Tyra Banks. She's hot as fuck. She's funny. Like, if you watch her on, like, her little... Uh, Have you seen things, the movie Life Size? Yeah, I love... Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a great movie. Um, she's cool. On her show, though, she annoys the fuck out of me, because she's so dramatic... But with, she doesn't realize how dramatic she is. Mm-hmm. Like, she's not aware of it, so it's just cringy. But she gets away with it because she's it's, Tyra. It's cringy to me to watch that and to see uh, those contestants. Yeah. It's cringy to watch them act up. But when I see drag queens and they're, like, self-aware of how, like, they are, but they're just like, yeah, well, fuck it. That's hilarious. That's fucking right. cool. Like, I can watch that all day. Yeah. It, it's a cool show. I really enjoy it. Hopefully, I don't know, hopefully the song, this mess about the whole trans so thing. So, I listen to RuPaul's and- podcast, and I'm interested... It's funny because I still don't understand how their their format is. Because I think they'll post the their podcast will have the guest um, of the week's show. Like last week's, I don't remember so whoever was a guest last week. The podcast had that guest on, mm-hmm. but if it if it if that show was last week, that was filmed six months ago. Right. So that that audio was recorded six months ago. But then they'll switch, and then I wonder, I think they might half it. Like, they do that recording and save it, because they said something else that happened, like, last month. And I'm like, wait a minute, how did they know about that six <laughs> months ago on the same show? I'm like, so they must splice it, yeah. you know what I mean, to keep it whatever. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, actually. <laughs> where was I going with that? Uh, oh, I'm interested in seeing if RuPaul and his podcast will talk about this the incident right yeah right, right. or if he'll just ignore it because right. it's six months ago i don't know I he's don't very know. open with that too that's how i know that it's six months because it'll be like there was one season where someone was pissed off about someone going home and they're like you know everyone starts messaging me when someone goes home like bring them back and blah, blah, blah. and he's like yeah they don't realize that this all is shot like there's no right. bringing them back like, the season's over yeah like, the it's season's just... over we're just <laughs> now giving it to y'all so 
Anyways, um, yeah. but let us know what you think about it. Um, have you watched it? Have you seen it? I was you like, know? do you like RuPaul? Are you Give mad? You know, um, do you have an input on the LGBTQ community? You know, you let know, us know. Open your mind. Be open to it. It's funny. Exactly. Exactly. So on that note, what else we got today? Do you still want to do like current events? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay. Well, the dog. Okay. Yeah. So prepare your napkins and tissues yeah, here. Um. What do they say? The, what is it? Uncover video here? <laughs> so, a family, a mother and her, like, eight-year-old child went on a flight with their, it was a Frenchie. Mm. And apparently they were able to board the plane with it. This is where I don't understand. This is where the disconnect for me is. But they were able to board the plane with the dog without, you know, usually you have to ship them. Separately, they you know they are they have a separate part of the plane where all the animals yeah. go if you're flying with an animal. But it was a three hour flight. They were on the plane with them. They had gotten were able to do that, but the flight attendant made them put the dog in the overhead bin, and it was a three hour flight. And when they landed, they opened the bin and the dog was dead. And yeah. I'm gonna show David the picture there. Aww. Uh, Dead pupper. Man. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, the actual article, or the stuff that was given to the public was from another passenger who wanted to bring awareness to this. And he's, he or she said um, that, you know, the family didn't want to do that. Right. But the uh, flight attendant was persistent on that they had to do that put them in the overhead bin and that for the three hours most of the hours the dog was you know chirping or kind of you know you could hear it yeah but like the last 20 30 minutes was when he went quiet and everyone just kind of assumed well he just tired himself out and in in reality he he died it suffocated is how you know that happened because of the air there was no air in there yeah because it's not made for live people to be in that so mm-hmm. um and even united Airlines, because it's united airlines right um i think or yeah was it, it was united man well they just can't man they're always getting themselves were in they the, the ones that dragged off the doctor too yeah the yeah. ones that roughed up a fucking mm-hmm. poor man well he was a doctor well no i'm saying like the oh, poor like guy the poor like, yeah, like oh, the yeah, poor yeah, guy yeah, like yeah. hey um yeah they they issued the apology saying this was a tragic accident that should have never occurred as pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. We assume full responsibility for this tragedy and express our deepest condolences to the family and are committed to supporting them. We are thoroughly investigating what occurred to prevent this from ever happening again. Fuck. Like, you just need this investigation and not put a dog in the overhead bin. Yeah, I was like, fire the bitch who said, hey, put that dog in I there. I still don't understand how the dog got on. I've never seen, I've never heard of it. Was it like a service animal? Or did they deem it a service animal? That it, did, it didn't specify in the article. Because I know a lot of times people get really persnickety about service animals and being there. But in that case, I feel like they would have definitely advocated for not putting the dog away. Yeah. Because they would the point, if they were going to bring on the flight for that, it was for a reason. Because mm-hmm. the person needs them. Um, yeah, just really tragic. <laughs> the person that posted about it was like, you know, this dog, it was a, the dog was only 10 months old, too. The <sighs> puppy. And they had gotten it from birth, from at a puppy, so that, and, you know, the the passenger was saying, you know, this dog was supposed to be 
uh, a companion for this young family because it was an eight year old and a and a like a toddler. Yeah, it was probably like, like their first dog or something. It was going to be like you know their family pet, like yeah, years to come. And um, because of this flight attendant and United, um, killed him, killed their dog. I mean, what's sadder than that? Like. It's like, oh, welcome home. Your dog's dead. Right. Like, that's terrible. Man. Fuck United. I don't know. And that's my thing. I think about when I ever think about, like, traveling with my dog. Because we talk about, like, moving places and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not leaving my animals. Like, not, yeah. we'll And we'll pay out the wazoo wherever we have to that we need to because they're coming with us. But it even in that sense, I'm like, that discourages me from doing the flights. I'm yeah. Like, Who knows what they'll fucking do to my heads you know right mean? even if you like if, whether you bring them on board with you or do the, or the whole way, shipping you know those people too they don't give a shit it's not their pet they hate their job too and you know so they're uh, throwing around the cages and yeah you never uh, it's know it's such an ugly thing to think of you never know so yeah. uh, uh, that's ugly so on a lighter note all right let's well, actually, well, I guess kind of a lighter note, but there was another video that surfaced today of um, someone in a parking lot driving around, and they're about to pull into this parking spot, and this um, young lady runs to the spot, and gets in front of the car, and says, no, I got here first, you know, get away, and they're like, no, they're like, That's... They're like no, uh, this isn't a woman parking spot, this is a car parking spot, your right. car is in here, mine is, I get the spot. Um, and you know what's funny? I looked at the comments of that, and it was like half and half. People were like bashing the people that the girl, the lady, and her mom that were standing in the parking lot. Right, like, get the fuck out of here! And the same as much bashing the drivers are like, no, nope, they got there first. You know, oh, you need to go. That. Okay, so we're on the same page with that. Yeah, guess. fuck that. It's it's a car. It's a driving. Because you know what? Me and Leslie have made that joke. Like, if we park somewhere and see a better parking spot, we'll be mm. like, I'll stand right here. Go get the car. Right. We've made that joke. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have made that joke. Sure, sure. But to actually see it implemented like that, no, fuck you. I can even understand doing that initially and hoping that the car goes, oh, fuck, whatever. Like, I don't want to deal with this and driving away. But if they're like, no, I'm taking this, it's like, okay, you lost. Like, you need fuck, to move. Yeah. Like, they're in the car. I'm on my legs. Yeah. Like, my thing, the video, what pisses me off is that I was really waiting. If it was me, I probably, I probably would have driven away just because I'm, <laughs> I'm not aggressive. But I really wanted them to be like, keep going like an interview. Yes. Like, just keep pushing them. Fuck, you're in a car. Like, they will move. Like, right. They have to. Like, literally. I was really hoping for that video. I was really hoping for, like, those stupid little mall security guards, whether it be on the Segway or oh, that yeah. little cart. Because there's got to be rules. Like, no. You can't do that. That's dangerous. That's a safety you hazard. You can't do that. You, you can't do that because it doesn't even make sense for you to be able to do that because... The car takes precedent over your body. It just, just like does. in a drive-thru. They, you can't go, yeah. you can't walk through a drive-thru. This it's is not a drive-thru. Yeah. This like, is not a line of people. This is a place to park cars. Whatever car is physically there first gets the spot. You don't get to do that. Right. Like, so the, the asshole in me was just like, I would have been like, fuck it, run him over, run him over. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah. fucking smack, pin him next to the car in front of you. At the same time, I'm like, eh, well, you can go to jail for that. Mm. Well, yeah, going aggressive. I was saying just nudge them. Keep fucking pushing them back. They will move. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. and the, I don't care how big and tough you think you are. If a car is coming, <laughs> a car is right there yeah, in your I'm stomach. I'm protected. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. You're not going to do nothing to my car. What's the And what sucks is at the end, they drive away. And you don't see them. Pussy. Oh, yeah, my God. That made me mad. You see them start to drive away. It's like, I just felt so like, 
unsatisfied with that. You know, I really wanted them to fucking move, but these people... Like one of those porn videos, all right, when the guy's about to come, and then it goes like, (laughs) see full video, (laughs) Pull us the website, and you're like, god damn it! You're like, 30 seconds back. (laughs) Right. Real quick. Um, Here, let's actually pause real quick. I'm going to make a drink. All right. All right. All right, sorry, y'all. I had to make a drink. Man, fucking... That's two pauses in one episode. How dare you? I'm just kidding. It's like they don't feel the pause, the full pause. Right. So, like, the the episode when we uh, had mental breakdowns laughing, uh, <laughs> me and you and uh, Dwayne. I was cracking up on that episode. So, listening so, to it, I was still cracking up. So, like, that was the thing. I was like, man, I want to have to edit so much stuff because I remember we were laughing for so long. Like, yeah. But I remember we paused it. Yeah, we ended so up taking a break. We yeah. took a break, and then we were still cracking up for, like, 10, 15 minutes. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to sit through all this. So it was like, ah! So, yeah, so going on to the... And I was like, wait, oh, yeah, we, we paused it. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense on why it's not... Why that it wasn't was a nightmare so to funny. edit. So, if I don't know, my friend Dwayne, he you tends to smoke when he's on his podcast. Yes. And the part that... I was, I was sitting in traffic merging, actually, from I-10 to 410. And, um... You know that that bridge, yeah. <coughs> so I'm I'm sitting there, you know, we're merging, and the part comes up where y'all are you're explaining how if we get endorsements, they might give us free shit. <laughs> but Dwayne was talking about, and we were, we had just ended the talk about how I wanted to make like fake advertisements for random shit. Dwayne's like, oh, like some fucking whistles, like you know. Uh-huh. And then you said, well, no, you had explained that if we get someone endorsed, they would give us free shit. But Dwayne Stone ass didn't hear that part. Didn't do yeah. the first. He's like. Why do you want a box of whistles? Like I was like, no, I want to spawn. Because I even said, I was like, fuck this. I give up. Because I was like, I want us, I want Angry Orchard to sponsor us. Seeing as how much I talk about him and drink him. Right, so that way right. Could, and then that's when he goes, why would you want a box of whistles? I was like, no, I want Angry still, Orchard. He was still, I could like hear, I could watch his brain on the list of the podcast being like stuck on how funny it is to get whistles. to endorse whistles because they're stupid. And then you're like, and all he hears is you say he would want the advertisement to bring, he's like, what are you going to do with the box of whistles? <laughs> Give them to a gym teacher? <laughs> like, like, we're not talking about whistles anymore, Dwayne. Like, <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was a great episode. Oh, my up. Lord. Okay. Speaking um, of great, the new America's pastime on the beach. Oh. I was like, this is the story you brought oh, up. Well, like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> Teacher was looking at this me like... This is all wrong. You know, I thought he had something. I was like, like, yeah, what's, what's the next thing? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, so, butt luge. <laughs> butt luge. So, I don't know. I just... This was actually today. I just came across... Um, it's slightly erotic watching the video, too, because um, you watch... So, basically, girls get at the beach or somewhere where bikinis are worn. <laughs> They're in a hunched position. <laughs> Where someone pours a beard down the be- their back and it trickles down their ass. And Ooh. the trick is for you the uh, trick. to be under said haunched ass and to let the beer fall in, uh, you know, to drink it. So, um, I don't know. I saw it and uh, I'm, I advocate for it. I think it's a cool pastime. I think that's... Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Right. Um, I would Depending on... I don't know. Maybe... I was like... Maybe if it was Leslie's ass, I would maybe 
uh, as that's an ass I am familiar with. Right, right. But right, if it right. was like a random stranger, hey, you want to drink this beer I poured down my ass? Right. It's well, like, and I'm, I always think of these things as a single from a single perspective. As a as a yeah, definitely it wouldn't matter. <laughs> we do that in our spare time. So, um, but uh, <laughs> so that's why it was so sticky in the yeah, bathroom. The, in, the the distinction of being like a random like a single guy at a party and to do this. Um, yeah, if I'm a single, I don't know if I would do that. I would probably still do it. Apparently, I'm a random person? How they looked? I don't, I don't know how they looked. The girls in the video looked like they'd probably take care of everything back there. So, <laughs> Man, but then also you gotta think about, did it just come out of the ocean? And they probably fe- did. All the fecal bacteria that's in the ocean right now? Well, if you're in the Gulf, yeah. I was like, well, that's all Texas beaches. Gulf. Well, you don't know, this could be in Russia that they're just playing. In I Russia, know. I don't yeah. know. But, um... Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. That's strange. I was like in Jackass. Have you seen Jackass number two? Where I've they seen put them all. Yeah, where they put the the butt the butt chug. That's a lot different. But. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that like that reminds yeah. me of well, Steve-o. that's drinking a beer in your ass. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no other person involved. <laughs> right. oh. I'll make it. Involved. I would not drink a beer out of Steve's ass. No, that would not be, <laughs> that would, I would not advocate for that. But if the price is right. And 20 bucks is 20 bucks. No, but, um... <laughs> 20 yeah, I, don't know, I just thought that was an interesting tip. But let us know. But losing, are you into it? Do you do it? What, what are the rules? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like, should it be in the Olympics next How year? How do you, um, you know, ask someone to do this? <laughs> I have a proposition for you, man. Yeah, how do you, how do you proposition someone um, to go, hey, you know what I think would be a cool idea? Let's do some butt losing. Like, right. You know, let's, who's the guy that starts that? How do you start that? I don't know. Who's yeah, like, hey guys, we got a bunch of excess beer here. And like, a lot of ass. <laughs> so why not just put them together? Right, let's put let's put these asses to use here. Um speaking of putting shit to use, I love transitions for some reason. You're pretty good at it. I was like, you're kind of like a second nature to you. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because I have like, the shittiest, like I'm just like, okay, next topic. <laughs> right. So AIDS. No, I'm just kidding. Um fucking Speaking of putting things to good use, wink, wink, um, we got fan emails finally. Yeah, I was like, like, are we going the way I'm thinking we're going? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so do you think he would be opposed to being shouted out on the... Or, they know, no. Yeah, if, if you, I'm going to use your names now because you didn't request otherwise, but if you do want to be anonymous, just put explicitly somewhere Do not anonymous. say my fucking name. Yeah, like, yeah. So but, right now, you're fucked. Right, so since you didn't do that, we're going to do it. So Eric... Agosto. How do you say it? Agosto. 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 Anyways, thank you very much for your questions. I am very intrigued by them. I'm (laughs) I'm eager to discuss these questions because they're pretty dope, actually. And your other questions were dope, too. Um, (laughs) After you hurt his feelings. I didn't hurt... Well, I didn't intend to hurt anyone's feelings, but... Um, they watch, watch this, uh, fall flat. Uh, the other ones were the good ones. Cause we were all, and these were like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, huh, yeah, I guess. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no, I really, I'm really, um, excited about talking about these questions. So the, well, had, there's a lot, we have a lot of questions actually. This hey, we should, you know what? I got the time. We got the time. I was like, so let's okay. do it. If anything, if it's too long of an episode, we can half it. Cause David usually cancels on me the next week. So we can just post that one. <laughs> oh so, my Lord. Is this becoming a bi-weekly podcast? I don't know. I'm really trying not to. It's cause right now I'm in training Oh. Okay. and training is eight to four 30. Mm. And it's like, I'm just been really exhausted. Also too, I'm yeah. trying to get as much money as I can right before WrestleMania. Sure. Sure. So it's like, cause I don't want to be out there and be like, Hey, broke. you just got to talk to your guys. Yeah, that makes sense. That's why I just canceling on me. No, I just get my feelings hurt every week. Okay, every other week. Okay, so, so, um, the first one is 
what is it like to wake up every morning and pretend that you aren't dying? This is an interesting question. I honestly say every morning in my head, fuck, I'm still alive. Do you? Yeah, I'm kind of like, damn it. I honestly, like, pray for the sweet release of death. I I have a similar, not as pessimistic, but I kind of wake up going like, hey, it happened. I didn't, you know, like, life. It happened. I'm still here. Like, I do have that concept of, or that thinking about, like, eh, I made it this far. You know, and so. Like, and, like, Leslie gets mad at me every, every time because I'm just like, man, I wish I were dead. Because she thinks, she takes it as like a, oh, you don't want to be with me. Like, you don't, you're not looking oh, forward to yeah, our future. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I would love, like, I still want to marry you. I still want to have kids. It's my biggest dream. I'm like, but if I were to die right now, like, if I was right here in your room, Teach, and I just fucking, boom, dead, I've had a pretty successful life so far. It's like, I don't really have a lot of regrets. That that has to come from an aspect of um, suffering. <laughs> you know, in the sense I just that, hate bills. I hate stress. Well, the, in this, and I'm the same way where the sense of, um, well, if I'm dead, that's scary. But at the same time, I know I don't have to deal with anything anymore. Like, right. you know I mean? like it's all good because... I don't have to deal with it. Whatever happens I'm next, I'm so, like, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't got to call in work. Oh, so oh. what is it like to wake up every morning and pretend you, pretend you aren't dying? I guess I don't pretend I'm not dying. I, I know I'm dying. I know I'm dying. Because my health is garbage. Yeah, and a lot of times I wake up and something will kind of ping in my... And I'm like, oh, fuck, here it goes. This is it. This is the I big one. I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> I can't even lay down on the couch right because if I'm laying in a specific position, it feels like my heart is right up against my chest oh, bone, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh god damn it, yeah. oh fuck! Yeah. I gotta move real safely because I feel like I'm gonna puncture my heart. I like you ever lay down a weird way and you can feel all your bad decisions in your body fucking, and you're like, ah oh, fuck, I shouldn't have that cheeseburger for lunch. God, it's like, that's how I felt right yeah. now. When I, was saying, I don't know if you saw me when I was saying I was like, <laughs> oh shit. That's how I was leaning forward. Oh, and I was like. I was honestly going to ask you, do you need a smoke break? Do you need a smoke uh, break? Yeah, you need a smoke break. Cause I, uh, <laughs> I'll have really rowdy hangovers sometimes on the weekends, and I'll go and take a shower, because it's usually a relief to get in the right. shower, the water. But sometimes the water gets, it makes my heart rate go up. I have to sit down. <laughs> I have to sit down, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I, like, turn the cold water on, like, oh, God, calm down. This is too much. Like, heart race is racing. Like, <laughs> Yeah. No, talk talk about heart racing right now. I'm gonna keep bringing up the bathroom because I'm embarrassed in what I what I've just done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking when I was walking into the bathroom, we we paused it to do a break. Um, I'm walking into the bathroom. I'm like, hey, I'm I'm gonna have to sit down over here. And teacher's like, oh, okay. He kind of chuckles and he goes, uh, is there TP in there? And I was about to close the door and drop my pants, and I was like, I, I was like, I hope to God there's TP in here. Oh, you have done it. I didn't notice. But... I was like, oh, no. Well, you know what? Because I don't use this bathroom anymore, because I used to have the cat uh, staying there, and she would fuck shit up, and uh, Mrs. Teach actually just cleaned it up today, and so I haven't, I don't really use, but I did have a thing of toilet paper, because sometimes if Mrs. Teach uses the other bathroom, I'm forced to use this bathroom. But, and then the old toilet, they changed it. Did they change your toilet? Yes, they did. I appreciate it. used it. to not flush, right? Do you remember? It would yes. run. And it wouldn't bubble blast. So I used to just turn off the water because it would run all night. And I just, it was out of commission for so long. And I just haven't assimilated back to having a fully functioning bathroom again. So, right. So that's why I was like, is, there is that why the sink is a little low pressure? 
That is, I have no idea oh, what okay. that's about. Yeah, and I was hoping they would fix that because my shower was like that too. But they fixed the shower. But I haven't taken a they, shower. They in gave there. us a new shower head too. Yeah. In that yeah. So the new toilet, I really appreciate because the old toilet we had, my balls and dick were like right on the edge. Oh yeah. And I'm just kind of like met. But you know what? They're too weight, tall. That, these, my, ones? Oh, yeah, these ones? Yeah, I've perfectly. I find myself sitting like on my tippy toes sometimes, like to like get the leverage. <laughs> really, I sit down yeah. and I'm like, boom. I feel like I'm kind of like a little too forward because it's too high, and you know they say now like the squatty putties, they you should be. Oh should, yeah, you should be. Your knees should be kind of elevated. You've so. seen that too. I want a squatty putty. I want a squatty putty, and these ones are like they're a little, just a little I too enjoy. tall. Like I said, the only thing like it could I don't have to if I had to climb a step stool as long as my dick is not pressing up because yeah. my fear is like peeing. And, like, pissing outside of the toilet. Like, right. that was my fear with my old toilet. Right. But with this one, I'm like, man, look at that. Look at my space. Look, look at my dick and balls dangle in the toilet. Like, yeah. look at that. Yeah. Look at that. You ever watch Seinfeld? I've seen a few episodes. There's one... Oh, okay, well, there's one where George gets his own bathroom, and he talks about how high the toilet is, and he goes, I feel like a gargoyle just sitting... <laughs> and I always think of that, but I don't like it, though. I don't like having that. It feel, hey, hey. I feel a little too, like, this. Like, my feet are just a little bit like they would be more comfortable like right here you know <laughs> but they're here so it's kind of just a little too elongated anyways okay hey, question second question so next question <laughs> would you rather be rich and paralyzed from the waist down or poor and able-bodied i'll be rich and paralyzed i am already poor and able-bodied and i'd probably like to stay that way <laughs> yeah I'd be rich and paralyzed because a lot of times... You just have they, someone uh, take care of this stuff? Exactly. And a lot of times uh, at concert venues and sporting events, the handicaps get the best <laughs> part, the best seat, the handicaps. Yeah, they, the, the sections are a lot you better. You just can't dance to them. Yeah, you know, so... I'm going to be at raves, wheeling back How and do you forth. Shuffle? <laughs> How do you shuffle dance with no... <laughs> just using hands. I was like, yeah, I could dab, I can millie rock, I can... Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so yeah, so I'd be rich and... I would be poor and able by you. And then I could just pay I'm, for new legs. I'm used to that, so... <laughs> so that's what I would pick. Okay, if someone could tell you the exact day and time that you were going to die, what would you... What would you want them to tell you? If you did, what would you do with that information? If someone could tell you the exact day, day and time that you were going to die, would you want them to tell you? Okay. And if you did, what would you do with that information? Okay, I got it. Uh, <clears throat> I'm, uh... I wouldn't. I would... I, if the information... If I was propositioned that they could tell me, I would take it. I wouldn't seek it, but if it was given that right. I could choose it, I would just because the options there and I always take. It's right. always like... You'd be like, hey, dude, I know how you're going to die. Well... Yes, okay, tell me. Fuck, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and if I did, I think it would be kind of liberating to know when and... It's the exact day and time to know because you have this much time. I could also see the upside where it's... Um, to kind of ruin shit because you're focused on that instead of just enjoying it. Cause well, you're, you're just like, like, three, two, one, fuck it on. Well, it's kind of like, well, I only have this much time to do what I want to do. And now it's kind of, did you change your watch? No, it's, I still got it. Hey, so my sister just messaged me. Look this up if it's true. Breaking news on who cares. Stephen Hawking died. What? Yeah, look this up if it's true. We'll get back to the question right now because my sister just messaged me. So, uh, apparently Stephen Hawking has, uh, passed away. Wow. 
was like, look at the... I was like, are you looking it up? I can't see. I'm also a little inebriated. Yeah, it says March 14th, 2018. How? Oh, well, I guess I can look up. <laughs> Dies age 76. Yeah. Damn. Wow. You know, there's a conspiracy that uh, his body hasn't really been functioning for a long time. There's just a corporation behind him using him like a figurehead. <laughs> Have you heard that? No. Yeah. Was it like the little thing from Men in Black? The guy when he opens it up? Kind of. But it's, but like his, you know, because his body, he can't, he can't move really. And the little bit of movement he can do, he types out his stuff. But it's like a really, so they're saying that he doesn't really type. He just kind of moves. His body's like brain dead and worthless. Man. And then there's just man, man. These people behind him that are. Oh, well, Stephen Hawking is saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wonder if they're going to talk about that on the Big Bang Theory. I'm pretty sure. Because him and Sheldon... Is it still on? Big Bang Theory, yeah. They're still doing new episodes. I don't think they're in a season right now, but... Oh, okay. um, So, yeah. So, speaking of dying, how convenient... How weird that was. Right. Um, I wonder if he asked or if he knew. Right. But, um, man, rip. I would probably be like, is it going to be painful... Like, if I was, like, if they're, like, hey, I know how you're going to die at the date and time, I'd be, like, can I just know if it's painful? It doesn't say that they would know that, though. Yeah, but... It says what would you do with the information if you knew the date nah, and time. Then I guess no, because then it'd be, like... Because I would want to know, like, how and, like, and if it's going to hurt. Because that's my fear. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm just afraid of being in pain. Because I just hate discomfort. Mm-hmm. Like, I just hate discomfort at all so i'll just be like damn and it's like if i'm gonna die i'll just be like man just fucking do it why do i gotta be in pain like just fucking end it yeah so i'll just be like how so you wouldn't want to know no yeah i would just be like yeah fuck it i'll wait yeah and then you would be like drop dead <laughs> right <laughs> why didn't i ask <laughs> right fuck could have checked off one last time right i didn't give him my last nut okay the last one if man evolved from apes, then why do we still have apes? Man, I don't fuck with they, these kind of questions. <laughs> no? This shit's the devil, dude. That's like, that's... <laughs> what? I'm not the devil. That's just like... It's just like, man... Like, I don't know. Like, those kind of things just get all... It's really simple. <laughs> it's a really simple explanation. So... They now... So, it's hard with humans and apes because people... With the whole creationism and this and that, it's like... Hard to grasp, right? Or whatever. And why are apes around if the species evolved? But it's not the way you think. It's not so linear in the sense that there were apes and then, you know, the missing links and then the... Ca- or the caveman, the missing link, and then humans. Think of wolves, right? Wolves are a, uh archaic and they're a primitive species, right? Mm-hmm. But they're still around. Dogs came from wolves though, right? That's an understood... We all understand that dogs come from wolves. Right. And that's pretty much accepted, right? Like, yeah. most people understand that. It comes from wolves. Why are there so wolves? Well, because it's not that wolves died out to become dogs. They is share... Is based on their surroundings and stuff like that? It's Yeah, it is. And back where... Wherever it happened where dogs come from wolves, it's not... It's... They share a ancestor, so there's, you know, whatever giant wolf probably was back in the, you know, sure. however long ago. But eventually they got to a point where the surroundings changed. And wolves, they have, they have even before wolves, there was some older species of wolf, right? Mm-hmm. And half of that herd went this way and the other half went that way. And this half stayed wolves and this half evolved into dogs. Because right. we took them in, you know, as humans, we bred them, we... Uh, domesticating them. them. Yeah. Same thing with humans. So, 
we share genes with apes, but we're not derivatives of apes. We are derivatives of a, uh, an ancestor mm-hmm. where apes stayed, but we uh, branched off and became better. Right. <laughs> so that's why the ape is still there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Questions? Those are like Concerns? questions. Oh, yes, teach. <laughs> um, no, it's just because it's like, because I understand that whole thing, you know, like that's that's the thing that's always stuck out to me mm-hmm. is that whole like, well, yeah, it's based upon their surroundings, you know, they adapt to where they're at. And because mm-hmm. of that, you know, they go their separate ways. Mm-hmm. That I've always known. I've always understand because I learned that in school and stuff. Um, but that whole thing is just because like, I'm not a religious person. Because I know that it's the whole thing on the is, religious yeah. aspect. No, man, God created man. Right. The monkeys and apes are just animals God created. Da, 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 da. Right. We're not we're not apes. Da, 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 da. Right. But I'm like, well, yeah, that, okay, you can believe that. But it's like, but we have the science that shows right. all this. So I'm just kind of like, like, there's humans, there's apes. Like, I, I, I stay in my own lane on that kind of stuff. I uh, It's an interesting question because I remember, I, okay. I'm very evolution is just like the truth to me. It's, no, yeah, and, evolution and, is there. Like and for you can't me, deny when it. someone doesn't believe in evolution, especially because of religious reasons, reasons, I think it's really outrageous and just kind of and not in a funny way. But yeah, um, I remember asking my dad and my stepmom because I had my stepmom's an engineer, like a very successful engineer. She's like a GS equivalent of like a full board colonel in the army, but as a civilian, she has that ranking. She's that important for engineering for the military. And my dad's retired military, you know, we've talked about his ranking and all that, but they're very religious. And I remember talking about some topic about evolution. And then I kind of, and I was just kind of talking, like thinking we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I, and after a little bit of talking, I was, I realized like, they're not really on my side. I can feel like, and, <laughs> Wait like, a second. and then I kind of was like, y'all believe in evolution, right? Like, and they were like, you could tell they were like, they didn't want to answer the question because, like, they kind of don't, I guess, because of their religious stuff. I just don't see how you cannot believe in something that's proven. We have cavemen. You know, we have yeah. fossils. Um, it's not a conspiracy. I was like, the big thing was the big, the missing link because we have the, we have where we come, we all come from like Homo erectus, which is. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Well, yeah. So we were all on all fours, and Homerictus was the one that could kind of stand up. Didn't have to use his hands. Homerictus did And he up. had thumbs. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, I'm going to right past that. <laughs> so that aspect went into apes and monkeys and also into going into humans. But you can, and there's, it's online. You can look up the, the family tree of where we come from, the, where we share an ancestor, but not that we, uh, come from apes not that apes evolved into us we evolved from homo erectus not from right. apes. apes evolved from homo erectus too that's why we have such similar genes that's why we have opposable thumbs but we don't come from, and that's why they're still around is because they still prospered in their environment and did not have to um advance as much as we did to prosper mm-hmm. that's and that's yeah good, simple oh, but okay. it, the thing is is that it's not as obvious because you always think of the picture, you know, like the, some, yeah, going up to a human and walking, right? right? So you always think it's so linear, like, well, there's the ape right there evolving into the higher one. Why is he still around? 
Well, because that actually has, it doesn't, it's not so linear. It actually goes that way, like into the picture. Okay. <laughs> 3D, if you can look at where that slices off the other way, right. that's a different lineage. And that's why the apes are still here. So, did that answer your question? Answer right. the question. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we have another very nice list of questions. Right. <laughs> Two thank emails, you. actually. This is great. And so, who is, this is Jacqueline. This is who I say is her super fan. She's the one that's been supporting the show since, like, mm. when she discovered it had a podcast, she went, like, all out. Yeah. And so it's just like, man, thanks, you know. She's like, the one that doesn't have the She doesn't Facebook, have Facebook, though. Twitter, okay. nothing. She just has Snapchat, which she did share um, oh, cool. a screenshot of our YouTube page up on her <laughs> Snapchat. Um, so I'm just like, dang, like, I really appreciate the support, Jackie. And she's the one that's always gets in, get, get, getting on me at work. When's the new oh. episode coming out? When's the new, <laughs> you know, teach is right. You slack when yeah, it comes out. I'm like, right. damn tell it, him, okay. Like, Thanks, Jax. But, um, yeah, so she told me today she was going to send me an email. I didn't know she sent me two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, I figured you – because you always have – you always get to the emails before me. I'm an email person. I have yeah. I'm all, so I have a lot of emails come in all the time. So I'm yeah. So when I click on the page and or if I if I get on my uh, Gmail app mm-hmm. and I don't see that there's a one next to the the Who Cares account, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, there's no new emails. Oh, but then yeah. I'm like, wait, Teach probably read some. Yeah. So I gotta. Yeah, you should check them anyways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just look through them because. Yeah. Well, I I have like I have three emails that I run. You know, for oh, like, yeah, okay, personal yeah, work one and the podcast. And I get my notifications as soon as they come. So, and I have I have it on my watch, too. So right. it'll come in for any one of them. And I'm just mm. constantly in emails. So I do read them. Okay, <laughs> so no problem. pretty quick. Pretty right. And, I'm always, and that's the thing. I always forget that, like, on the uh, Facebook page, I know it'll still let you know even though I checked it. But yeah. on email, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. No. As far as they know, it's only one person looking at these. But Of course. Anyways. Okay. So, Jacqueline, appreciate, appreciate you. Um... Okay, well, now I fucked it up, because... Okay, there we go. All right, so the first one. This is going to last us for a while, too. We can... We'll, we'll gauge it. So, right. First one is, what is the worst date you have been on? Ooh. The worst date. come to mind. I have to think date. about it. Oh, I, I know. I know what the worst date I've been on was. It was, uh, it was with my ex-girlfriend right before uh, dating Leslie. Um... The chick I was seeing at the time, she had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. I was single, and I was, like, head over heels for this chick, man. I was like, oh, my God, like, at that time, because I was... Head over heels? Head over heels. Yeah, I'm staring. <laughs> man, I'm really buzzed tonight. This is... Man, I'm, I'm good. Um, Whatchamacallit. So, yeah, really crazy about this chick, right? So, um, and it was all, like, you know, and it was hyping me up because she was, like, oh, like, she, she was a Latina girl, which I love Latinas. And she was like, oh, I like white boys and this, this and that. So I felt all like, oh, yeah, like I'm a good date. So, okay. Well, th- well, this was like maybe our like fourth or fifth date or so. I don't know how many dates we've been on, but it was the last date that we had because she was acting very strange throughout the night. And it was me and my best friend. Me and him were there. And then it was me and her because like, you know, we, we were dating. And then she brought her friend along for my best friend. Kind of be like a blind date type thing, get to know each other type thing. So... We're there with a friend, and they're just being very quiet. And I don't remember what we did earlier, but I remember the night ended at Buffalo Wild Wings. Like, we ended up eating dinner at Buffalo Wild Wings. And they weren't talking to us. They were kind of like, whispering to each other and stuff. And they kept going back and forth. So it's you and this chick, your ex. Yeah, me and my ex, and then my best friend and her best friend. 
Okay. Yeah. So, me and my best friend, we're all, you know, we're talking to her like, what's going on? Because they kept going back and forth to the bathroom and stuff. And I saw her that she was on her phone a lot. And I was kind of like, that's weird. And every time I kind of try to, like, peek, like, kind of like, yeah, like, I'm kind of curious, like, you know, because you look at your phone, you look at her, and you guys run to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting really aggravated, and I remember I was like, hey, I was like, who are you texting? Is everything okay? Don't worry about it. Da, 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 da. It's, it's nothing. Okay, I'm getting kind of worried or whatever. Because, and also, too, I'm like, I'm out way past 281, like, way, like, this is a drive for me. And so, and then the Buffalo, the Buffalo Wild Wings on 281. 1604 then i gotta drive even further to take her home and stuff like that so i'm kind of like getting aggravated and everything so it turns out she was texting her ex-boyfriend the whole time like she was actually still dating her ex-boyfriend at the time oh, well who she left for me right but apparently it was just to make this guy jealous oh damn. so that so that's why i say that's the worst date I've ever been on because yeah. later that night when we went to bed i woke up to text messages sent at like two o'clock in the morning or so saying Hey, I can't do this to you anymore. It's not fair oh. to you. Like, <laughs> this is what's been going on in so many words. And I was like, wow. So that's what... Damn, bitch, keep it a secret. <laughs> so, yeah. dumb me. <laughs> I was like, so that's what she was doing. She was texting this guy and going to the bathroom <laughs> to talk about, oh, well, like, oh, like, I don't know what to do. I want to dump David. Da, da, da. So that's why, like, she wow. was planning the dumpage, you know, on that date. So that's why I say that's the worst date I've ever been on. As I'm, I'm trying to think. It was hard to think because I was, I, that was an engaging story. So it's right. hard to think about it too. <laughs> but um, I don't think I had one. And that sounds funny, but I okay. I was not the type of guy to date a lot in high school. <laughs> and you'll have to understand that I met Miss Teach at seventeen, so that's cut a lot of dating out of my life. Right. For a lot of people that were like in their twenties and were of the age to go on like. Because we were already established. So in my 20s, or in my 20s, like, I'm uh, back in my day. Um, You're still in your 20s, right, asshole. Yeah, I know. So, like, early 20s, though, so like, when I was, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, it was all with Mrs. Teach, and they were all good because we were right. know, already established. But, so before then, I mean, I didn't really go on dates because... I didn't, you know, I worked in this and that, but we used to, we would go to parties in South Dakota um, and that's where I would meet girls and, and I was not the nicest guy. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And I actually, I remember, it's not a date. I didn't go on dates. I met girls and we'd either hook up or we didn't. And either way I was still having a good time because we were at a party. Right? right. But I did end up getting a reputation with like that I, if I hooked up with you, I wasn't going to date you. And I remember one time I thought I was going to hook up with this one girl and her friend, who was also my friend too, but she was more her friend than my friend. She kind of cock blocked She you. totally cock blocked me. Yeah. It was like, you know, he doesn't date. He's gonna just fool around and that's gonna be it. And that, I guess that's my worst date. Because did, we did hang out all night. You know, we were at the party and, you know, I did my thing where I was paying attention to her all night and, you know. Right. And I didn't get to put it in because I got cock blocked. But other than, I never, I mean, I never really did go out and take girls out on dates because there was a party. There wasn't much right. to do in South Dakota either because the mall was like, you know, South Park Mall? You ever been to South Park yeah, Mall? Yeah, I've been there a couple times. So it's a one-story mall, right? And the mall in South Dakota, there was only one mall. It was smaller than South Park. <laughs> so there was nothing to do there. You know, they had one theater and they only played... You know, there's only, like, two theater halls in there, so if you miss the time or if it was an awkward time, you just didn't get to go. Right. There wasn't a lot to do, so I never really had that bad of a date ever, yeah. like. 
It was really just, I think, to hook up, I guess, it would be a bad date. I can see that. I was like, there's been times, too, it's like, you know, or not dates, but like soirees or little mm-hmm. dinners or like group dinners and stuff. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm going with this chick because I'm trying to get it in. But it's like, oh, I, I'm going to go home. Ah, okay. Fuck, that night sucked. See, and I never even had where I was, I never like took a girl to a party. It was, and the thing is that we all knew each other, too. Like, so it was just like. I'd see, see, I'm 50-50 on that. I'm 50-50 on the whole, like, uh, party scene. Because uh-huh. I didn't do a lot of partying when I was in high school and, like, getting out of high school. Yeah. It's, like, my first, like, like my first party party that I ever did. Because I was working, and then also, too, I was doing, like, promotion, promotioning of shows, like, for raves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was going to the clubs a lot when I was 18, mm-hmm. but I was going there to see the Word. artists, like, and I was promoting the shows. I, you know, if I was doing stuff, you mm-hmm. know... You know, meeting the artist or anything like that, you know, that was always cool. So it's like, I didn't do a lot of parties. So there is that party man's kind of like, damn, I missed out on doing that kind of stuff, drinking and partying and everything like that, hook, having random hookups. And at the same time, I'm kind of like, eh, that's kind of cool because then, like, I didn't want to get that kind of reputation because, mm-hmm. you know, guys just want to fuck at that age, you know, it's like, that's all we think yeah. about. So I'm glad I didn't kind of have that reputation because, you know, like I said, like I, I was bad. Like I was, I was like that. I was just hooking up with chicks. Okay, deuces. I, I did what I needed to do, said the right things, did the right moves to, you know, get the lay. And then that was it. So it's like, I was doing that with chicks that didn't associate with my normal clique of friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't have mutual friends and stuff like that. It was kind of like, okay, me and you have your own thing going on. Mm-hmm. I could fuck you. I could leave you. And then it's like. Boom, I'm free. I'm never going to get snitched on. Yeah. So it's like, but. You yeah. know what? Now that I think about it, okay, here's probably my worst date. And it was a weird scenario. It's still not because it was weird. But I had a crush on this one chick. And we were a group of friends, though. And it was like, I guess it was like four or five of us. And three of them were girls. <coughs> and it was me and another guy. And I had a crush on this one chick. And everyone knew I did. So, and this was actually when I first got to South Dakota. So this was probably like end of freshman year, right? And I, uh, I, I wanted to go to the movies, so we were all going to go to the movies, but they all decided that they were going to try to, like, help me out, and they all canceled, <laughs> right? And this wasn't planned, but they all canceled, and it ended up being me and the girl I had a crush on. So it was kind of date-esque, because I was mm-hmm. kind of like, I see what they're doing. We all, we, me and her got what they were doing, like, right. and I had never really told her anything, but we had, it was kind of like, okay, I see, they're making us go to this movie together. And it was a good time, though, honestly. Like, we had a good time, but she just was not into me. So, no. so I guess that was my worst date. Sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. in the beginning, when everyone canceled, I was like, you know what? Here's my chance, though, right? Right? Like, like oh, man. But no. <laughs> right. No, that's... So, if that's, that's probably, if I think about it, my worst date. That's know? fair. So, let us know what your worst dates are. So, these questions, too, these could be crowd participate, crowd mm. participatory, if that's yeah, a word. If it's really, you know... We'll read it. Too. I was like, yeah, we don't have to say your name. We'll just read. You Explain know, so. it in detail. Tell it, you know, or give us the names of the piece of shit that were. The yeah, we'll call them out. We'll find yeah, them. Yeah, we'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. hey, why'd you stand up, so and so? You fucking asshole. Right. And, um. So yeah. So let us know. But next question. All right. So this one I don't really understand exactly. It's Let's see. Read it. Ha- have you ever been part of a survey? What does that mean? So like maybe I've like been one asked of those, questions. Sure. <laughs> like maybe one of those things when you get asked into a room and it's like maybe like a one of those uh study groups and see i was thinking like a medical survey like where you take the medicine and see what oh, happens no, I've never to done you that. I've, I've never done that either i was like I've, I've never been part of a study group or survey or nothing like I've that i've been part of a sur- i mean I, there was 
at South Park Mall, they have one where they ask you about, like, movies and stuff or, like, genres. I mean, it wasn't very interesting, though. I mean, and you get paid two bucks, <laughs> I think. They give you two dollars for your time. And it takes, like, 15 minutes. And you watch, like, two or three trailers, you know. Um, and then they just ask you questions like, was this interesting? Would you want to see this? What was your favorite part of it? You know, mm-hmm. uh, or what didn't you like about it? And you're just like, no, I wouldn't want to see this. And that's it. Or like, oh, I okay, like this. Dollars. I like this. I like that. Two bucks. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never been part of it. Cause like at work they have little surveys. They send emails on like, Hey, what can we improve on? Oh, so like okay. that's really the only things I. Jacqueline, are you one of these people sending these surveys out? You're trying to get people on. Right. right. <laughs> Do you make up these surveys? I need two dollars, Jax. Please. <laughs> All right. Next question. All right. If you could be on a reality show slash game show, which one would you be on? Jersey Shore. <laughs> that would be so I much fun. I would be fun. on Jersey Shore. I still me and Miss Teach still watch the reruns. We watched it when it came out all the way through. I mean, that was, those were our dates, because before she lived with me, and we were first starting college, she had come over, I was still living with my mom in her, in our apartment, and Miss Teacher come over for Jersey Shore Night, and that's what we, and, and we just, that's party culture. Gym tan laundry. Yeah. Man, if I would, if any reality TV show or game show, that's a tough one, because it's like, Family feud, you need your family. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust my family. Yeah, Jeopardy, you have to be super smart. Unless it was super like smart. metal or wrestling Jeopardy, then maybe. They'd still probably find the shit that you wouldn't know about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like... In uh, Greek mythology, who wrestled to to win the yeah, snake like, of purity? You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> who was Bret Hart's trainer? Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, it would be crazy shit like that. Any reality show? I guess, because wrestling comes to mind, I guess Total Divas... Oh, okay. I was you like, mentioned that on the show before. I was like, so I, I like that, that show. Is. Yeah, I was like, I like the show because it shows how the wrestlers really are, kind of, you know, when they're not on screen and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would do Total Divas. Total Divas. Cool. Okay. Have you ever been catfished? No. I was already in a committed relationship before catfish was a thing. So. Yeah, I was like catfish. Catfish kind of came out towards the end of my dating career. Yeah. So I never got to experience that. And that I, I assume uh, kind of um, associate more with online dating, which I didn't do online dating. I've always done per- in person to person. I still – and I'm – this is not like an ivory tower ivory tower thing, but I don't really understand online dating. I don't get it. I don't I don't, get, it seems weird. Yeah, like, it seems really weird. Um, I Mrs. Teach likes to watch the show Catfish, so I know what catfishing is. But I laugh at everything on the show. When I was dating before Mrs. Teach, catfish wasn't a thing. You didn't meet people. It was if they didn't send you, you know, if they didn't FaceTime you or, or FaceTime, that wasn't anything either. If they didn't um, Skype you, if you didn't have them on MySpace, you know, if they didn't have MySpace or whatever, and they didn't have like a lot of pictures that you knew who they were, you knew they were fake, and that was it. Right. Um. But I watch these shows now where they're like. Well, we've been together online for seven years, but they can never FaceTime and they never want to meet up and um, they can't ever, you know, send a real time photo. But I just love them. and I know it's true. It's like, right. Uh, obviously, they're not real. And, I know it's going to I know it's right, going to be real. Right. I already feel it. Like, obviously, fucking the supermodel isn't into your fucking crazy ass. Like, right. You know? Or the one person that got uh, catfished. Because somebody created a profile, it was Katy Perry, and they were, like, dating Katy Perry, and then they met him, and it was, like, some old man or something. 
So like, oh, cat, yeah, yeah. so I like catfish. I always thought that show was stupid, and I still think it's stupid. I do too. <laughs> it's um, but when we were in Vegas this past summer, and like I think it was either night two or night three, when we got back to the hotel at like three o'clock in the fucking morning. And then um, I'm like fucking starving from raving all night. You know, Leslie's crashing out. So I went down to the casino, bought some pizza and walked back up. And the only thing on at fucking four o'clock in the morning was Catfish on MTV. And they were doing like a whole marathon. I stayed up till like seven in the morning watching fucking Catfish. And each time I'm like, ah, fucking dumbass. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, of course. They don't they don't have any pictures of their face like, on their fucking duh. profile. Like, oh, you idiot. I Well, and I... I Fought the show for so long when Mrs. T's watching it, but nowadays if it's on and she's watching, oh, it, I, ha- like, I still haven't seen it. Since. I'm just like whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> just like, duh. Like, that was like a show. Stupid is that? Like, that was like a show. Going off away from the questions real quick. Now I remember seeing a post a long time ago that says like it's there's just something different about being in a hotel on vacation. Uh-huh. You don't do things you usually do. You don't watch shows you usually do. It's it's a different environment. Because I find myself, when I'm in hotels, I watch TBS a lot. Mm-hmm. TBS, where they usually show, like, Family Guy or reruns of The Office or so. Yeah. I watch a lot of SVU when I've been in hotels. Like, I just I like noticed, like... Well, it's like, yeah, I like Law & Order, like, to watch at home and stuff. But it feels like I'm, like, when I'm on vacation, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, SVU is on. Fuck yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's because that aspect of it's, like, home homey you know what i mean like it kind of brings you back i, I guess that because like I, I would like if i'm at home and it was like oh catfish is on i'd be like fuck that like yeah. uh, skip but it's like when i was when in vegas town, i was like, like yeah let me watch this shit yeah. here let i me, think it, it has to do with like let me well, this, this shit. kind of reminds me of you know leslie at home yeah. watching this so let me watch it too I know, I also like to think of, like, when this stupid crazy stuff comes on and uh neve is the host right yeah um and he always acts all surprised i'm like Oh, look at Neve. He, you know, you know what that face of Neve is? Is like this is good fucking TV, and you catch all this shit. You know, Neve doesn't really give a fuck if you're finding them. Neve is going, this is drama, and this is <laughs> like, cash. This like, is like, my paycheck. People will be watching this bullshit because. Because that was the whole thing, right? He got catfished, so he made this show yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Even pussy. now, there was we were watching an episode. I don't know the other day or something, and one of them was like, you know, it had. Weren't you on the show before? And I'm like, this motherfucker set them up. Like, you know, he was like, hey, you know, ratings are down. Would you, it would be a real big shock if you could, you know, catfish your cousin or something. And we'll bring you back on the show. We'll fly out. You can be on TV. We good. And there's Neve going like, we've seen the grow up. It's like, get the fuck. I, I'm very skeptical about all we the We have TV. seen this. This has never before been on Catfish. Yeah, right, like, right. So, okay, Catfish. Yeah, so, no, right. I, I haven't. No, I've never been Catfished either. I'm and I don't sorry. think I ever would because I'm skeptical about my life in general. So I was like, I'm sorry if you have been Catfished, but come on. Mm. That's all I can say. Come on. Like, it sucks. Right. But come Couldn't on. buy into the fantasy. Yeah, it's much. like, yeah. talk to people. Right. Okay. Talk about a time you caught someone in a lie. Oh, okay. Caught someone in a lie. Uh, like, I guess I'm going to try and think of a juicy one, I guess. I was like, I don't know. It's like, uh, I mean, working in a call center, especially with something like insurance, <laughs> I, yeah, I've caught people in tons of lies. Um, wait, I thought you said this, ma'am. Uh, 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 yeah. And so it's right. like, um, but I was like, as far as like a personal interaction, no... Unless it was, like, something in, like, high school, like, high school drama or something, uh, or, like, school drama, 
Nothing really comes to mind for me either, personally. Yeah. Nothing that's that interesting. A lie. I've, I've been like, oh, I thought you said you weren't hungry, but you ate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ultimate <laughs> betrayal. Nah, you fucking asshole. No, no, can't. Mm. I can't think of anything. I'm, yeah. I mean, I have, like, family skeletons, but they're not really, like, yeah. I caught them or anything. It wasn't, like, a big... It's kind of more like a... Oh. Right, like, okay. All the cheese, man. Right, right. So, yeah. eh, I'm sorry. No, uh, sorry about that, Jax. What's I, the next one? I'm pretty drama-free, so... Right. <laughs> um, have you ever had a horror scare? Uh, open parentheses. Like, someone terrified you where you couldn't move, or, like, a ghost story? Close parentheses. Oh, like a, a horror story. Um, no, I, like, I will say this. I do believe in ghosts and aliens and all that stuff. I really do believe in that. Like, I, I, like, uh, so, no, like, I've seen tons of horror movies. And this is, I'm going to kind of digress a little bit here. I've seen tons of horror movies. I've never been scared by a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I've never, like, every movie, scary movie, I do air quotes, Every movie I've ever seen, I've never been like, oh, oh, I have never, I've never, the jump scares have never worked on me. I've never been like, ooh, this is creepy. Nothing has ever scared me. I usually laugh at everything because I have a sick fucked up mind. So like bloody and gory movies, I'm like, ah, fuck yeah, kill them, kill them. Um, but like anytime I watch stuff about like aliens, aliens in particular, I'm not afraid of aliens per se, but like the, like when they, they capture the UFO and, like, the music they play, and it's like, is this, like, is this a sign from another dimension? Freaks this out. kind of stuff. So that kind of, like, it gives me the goosebumps, and my hair stands up, and kind of like, oh, like. So. And I can't watch it, kind of like, oh, okay. I'm so, done. <laughs> okay, so ghosts, I don't believe in ghosts, to be honest. Um, like, at all. And in Buddhism, there's an aspect of realms called the hungry ghosts. But even that, for me, you can section off depending on who you are, but hungry ghosts. Are supposed to be that they're always yearning for stuff they never get it. So to me, that's just an aspect of life. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are hungry ghosts psychologically because they can never, they're never full. They're always scavenging. They never, you know, just enjoy the moment. So it's more psychological than right. really ghosts to me. So ghosts, I don't really buy into. Aliens, I do believe. Um, I do believe in only in the aspect of like statistically how big the universe is and how much we don't know about it. There's got to be other life forms just so vastly far away from us that there's never been any contact. I don't believe that we've had any contact, though, with them. Like Area 51? You don't I don't believe, believe in it. No, because and, and Stephen Hawking's actually, his input on, on Rip. aliens, yeah, are that, um, which is interesting that we're talking about aliens. He has come and said, he goes, and he's like, statistically, there are other life forms out there. The universe is too fucking there has to be and so big we're not the only ones here but he goes but they're so far away and if they were ever to be able to make contact with us and get here that means their technology would have to be so advanced so um powerful that if they could make it to us and make contact they wouldn't even see us as people we wouldn't be on the same level as them they would probably see us as a pile of ants and what does a kid do with a pile of ants? You know, depending on who the kid is, 
you know, stomps on them. I did uh, a magnifying puts glass. Puts poison motion. through them. You know, they're just kind of in the way. Ants are just in the way. We just fuck them up because of where we are looking down at the ant. If the aliens <laughs> who are so far away, you know, they have to be. They're not anywhere close to us because we've been close to us and they're not there. Right. And we can't go any farther because we don't have the technology. So if they do have that technology, they're crazy advanced, crazy powerful, crazy smart. They would not see us as... They wouldn't be compassionate with us because why be compassionate? So I believe in aliens, but I don't believe we've had ever any contact. No. See, that's the whole thing because, like, when I was younger, like, dude, fuck. Like, the whole Area 51 thing, like the, oh, shit, the alien autopsy pictures and all that kind of shit like that really intrigued me as a kid yeah Yeah, like as a kid i'm like what the fuck like and then um also too in the whole crop circle thing because i was also too because i was in i was in elementary school i think i was in like first grade when um signs came out Mm -hmm. and that came out at like the peak of my alien interest yeah and i remember that movie freaking me out as a little kid when the scene where he's all like the the, the footage we're about to show you may be disturbing and it's the alien dude oh, yeah. walks yeah. by like oh like I'm, I feel myself work. about to get a little bit all chilly here but I remember screaming as a kid oh my god and then that movie too because they've seen they've shown how people can make crop circles right yeah with the planks but and in the movie they were like oh it's so perfect 90 degrees right whereas like someone these weren't the Duffer Brothers or whatever that names. never happened in real life though that was the movie aspect so I don't know I I and also, as Stephen Hawking says, if we do, if there are aliens, we don't want to make contact with them. Like, right. stop trying to find them because if they come, you don't know if they're gonna. You know, and the whole thing because the UFO aspect, and we're getting really technical about this because the whole UFO thing literally stands for unidentified flying object. Doesn't mean right. it's a spaceship. It doesn't mean it's right. a no, yeah. alien. It just means like that. We just don't know what it is. What the fuck's floating? What's the fuck flying in the sky? Have I ever told you? I swear, I I've seen a UFO. Yeah. I told you this story? Okay. Dude, so this was the scariest fucking thing. I had a viral video. I only got like like 400 something views. Um, Because it was when Leslie and I first started dating. And I dropped her off the house. I forgot what we did that day. But I dropped her off and I was on the way home. So, because she lives all the way out. Used to live all the way out by Trader's Village, right? All the way out. Five Palms area, right? That's the best way I could describe it. Yeah. So I'm driving down 410, and when I'm driving down 410, I'm kind of getting past the, uh, like, Marbach area. Mm-hmm. I see something fly by. Mm-hmm. Like, way high, I'm not saying, like, right next to me. Like I'm, It's in the sky. I'm, whatever, right? Didn't give two shits about it. I see, like, and I made, I made a hand motion, but something just stops in the middle of the sky. It's a flashing red light. Airplane, helicopter, whatever, right? Don't pay it no mind again. Take the exit off of 410, get on the 151. Something's just blinking. And I'm like, again, not paying it that much attention because, you know, you have those red towers or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. You know, those cell phone towers or whatever you call them. So I'm driving, two more lights pop up out of nowhere. And I'm like, the hell is that? I'm kind of like, and then it goes further away. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So now it's kind of like, ha, 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 what's going on? Ha, ha, in my mind. Dude, is that a UFO? Ha, ha, yeah, whatever, shut up. You'll never see that in your entire lifetime. So then it starts circling around, and I'm like, 
what the fuck? Now, this is over in the area by, like, 151 going towards SeaWorld. Mm -hmm. So now, and mind you, it's, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm driving super slow on the highway. I'm doing, like, 45 because I'm watching this thing, like, dude, what the fuck is this? And it just stops, and it's hovering above the Holiday Inn that's on um, 151. Mm -hmm. So I'm, like, okay, this is very delusional, but I'm going to pull out my phone and start recording this shit. So I'm recording it. And I'm like, ooh, okay, this is whatever, right? I'm like, you know, I'm talking to videos like, I don't know, I saw these things flying, you know, this, this, and that. <laughs> okay, whatever. And then, like, and then it, like, it stays steady for a few seconds, like, the lights. It goes away, and then it comes back brighter. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I get finally get home because I'm like, I can't veer off on the highway anymore. So I get home. I rewatch the video, and within that, like, on the video, it's a triangle form. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a triangle. I'm trying to make a triangle with my mm -hmm. fingers. And I'm looking at it, and you can see a shape in the sky that's darker than the rest of the sky. And it, you can see something kind of under the lights, like a shadow type thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I was freaking out. I posted the video on Facebook, started getting shared and stuff. David, what the fuck did you just see? You saw some government shit, bro. This is that. And I was kind of like, oh, I guess that could be my horror story or my paranormal yeah, story. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about it right Definitely there. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what? The Leslie, oh my God. So like, if I bring, if you bring the story up in front of Leslie, Leslie will just be like, oh. She's like, this is not his proudest moment. Dude, I saw a UFO. I'm not saying they were aliens or nothing. I hear, okay. But yeah. I saw something. I don't know what the fuck that was, yeah, 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 but it was yeah. flying. But unidentified to you. <laughs> right, yeah. I was like... I, I, I mean, I appreciate the story. And everyone, and not everyone, but there are a lot of stories like that. I am so... I am cynical, like my yeah. Facebook jerk of the week. I am cynical. <laughs> and, um, fuck you, bro. Yeah, and I am uh, skeptical of a lot of things. And it just automatically goes to like... Most things that are extraordinary like that, I automatically just, even if I don't have the answer to it, I'm just like... There has to be something to it. There's something more. Yeah, there, and I'm guaranteeing it was probably something just flying, you know. Probably, but it was, a, I agree that it is a UFO. And especially at like two, 1, 2 in the morning, and I'm just driving like, what the fuck is that? Within your context, though. Exactly. For you, because it could it's be not very something I'm used to seeing. For if it was the military or <laughs> the government. Oh, look, plane. Right, you know, like, yeah. But that that was freaky, and I'm like, like I said, I'm not saying they were aliens, or I'll joke and say like, oh yeah, dude, I almost Maybe, got abducted. But like, I mean, I appreciate the fact that it could be actually i need one more break it's this sad. is going to be our lengthiest episode because i'm I'm down for tonight man. i am too all righty we're back we're back yay third all time. right third time yeah man because we're already at hour 52 which i mean it may be different because you know after editing and stuff but as we're recording right now we're at an hour and 52 minutes i haven't dropped any names yet, <laughs> there's no so. have been no name drops there hasn't been anything that needs to be edited so you guys are going to get the full two fucking hours yeah of this uh, episode, which... And last uh, week was this... Or the week before was sweet because they got two episodes right off the bat. Yeah, they did. So... And clearly people listen to it because yeah. um, they've got over 30 views. So, um, so a longer episode shouldn't be bad. It's just a longer episode. Just, uh, you know, if it's too long, just pause it. Yeah, pause <laughs> come it. Back come to back to it later. It. Yeah. You know, it's like watching Game of Thrones. You know, you YouTube can't YouTube is good for it because... Yeah, Game of Thrones. And YouTube is good for this because it saves your spot, too. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. You just come back to it. So does the iTunes and Google Music and everything. Oh, okay. You know, save so it. there you go. So um, so yeah. So moving right along, um, to email part two. Yep. Um, first kiss. Well, when did you have? When did you have your first kiss? I had my freshman year of high school. Okay. 
um, dated this girl named Carissa. Well, no, I want, don't want to say date. We were, we were quote unquote together for three days and got a kiss on my birthday. And then that was it. Yeah, I was like, got a kiss. How was it? We're boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't know. I guess was it was there just any like. Tongue-age? No, there was no tongue. It was more like. Yeah. It's kind of like. Because I don't think she's ever kissed anyone. It was my first time kissing someone that was not my mom or like a family member or something. It was kind of just like. Yeah. And I don't know. No sparks or nothing. I mean, as a teenager, as a kid, holy shit, I just kissed a girl. Oh right, my right. god. <laughs> but um, yeah, so freshman year, 2009. Mine was uh, eighth grade. Oh, you just had to one up me, okay, yeah, I just man. Had to. It was eighth, it might have been seventh grade, but I kind of get oh, mixed okay. up. I get mixed up with seventh grade because that's when I moved back down to San Antonio from Wichita Falls. But it was interesting. I I remember it only because the girl was fucking crazy. So when I moved <laughs> down to when I moved back down to San Antonio from Wichita Falls in seventh grade, I didn't know anyone. I was a shy kid. I was a nervous kid. I didn't approach it, and I was a big kid, which was not helpful for me because uh, people didn't approach me, and I didn't approach anyone else either. So I was pretty a loner for uh, that second half of middle school moving, and I met the girl because she had. Um, she had moved down here too, and I don't remember from where exactly, but she was cute. She was, I think she was like a redhead, white girl, you know, um, but she was different. <laughs> she was definitely more uh, advanced in certain things, and come to find out, it was because she was, uh, she had a rougher lifestyle than I did, but, but I was, I think she approached me initially, and that's how we got to talking. Um, and then we started dating, right? Because I hate Brady, you know, check yes or no, whatever, right? <laughs> Fucking fold it. And, uh, I remember kissing her. I used to walk, we used to, walking from school, I used to walk with her because she lived like a block or two up from me from school. So we would walk together and I was like in love. Like I was so, I mean, it wasn't another thing. <laughs> I mean, it was, I was so like, because I had never been, right. you know. And um, we had kissed, and I met. I, I always remember the next day was the Poteet Strawberry Festival, and oh, I went with my parents to that. Right, um, and she couldn't. I had invited her, and they had said it would be okay for her to go, but she couldn't go. And I was like, I was just so obsessed with her, you know, for that next day because we had just kissed. Right. And, uh, I could. I didn't want to eat anything at the thing. I was just like, I just wanted to win her like a prize or this and that, you know, at the Poteet Festival. And, uh, they say that when you're in love, you're not hungry or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was so, it was, I was just infatuated, you know, yeah. just because I was, you know, so little. But, okay, so here's what happened with that. We end up, uh, she ends up, my, you know, family ends up, I think we went to Cece's and we brought her somewhere. <laughs> Classy. But, yeah, you know, um, little Cece's, you know, Cece's and we're eating and I went to go get pizza or whatever and they're talking to the girl, my parents, and, parents, and I didn't really know all of this either, but... They were asking her questions, you know, as, like, parents do, just to kind of get a sense of her. And she was like, oh, yeah, I had to move down because I was, like, doing coke. Oh, and shit. And marijuana pot, and I was in trouble. And we're little, though, right? So I'm, I guess, and she was just way more advanced and everything than I was. I didn't know all this either. I didn't hear about this. But when we got home, when we dropped, my parents were like, you cannot see this girl. Like, you, <laughs> you didn't you stop actually, talking to you her. You have to stop talking to her. Like, yeah, that's exactly what they did tell me. 
And I was a very good kid as a <laughs> And it was heartbreaking because... My um, first love. I was oh. like, what? And they were like, look, I thought she was going to say... Even even when she started talking about having a troubled past, I thought she was talking about pop. Was she talking about Coke and this and that? And, and she was like just telling us, like, you know, oh, yeah, you not know, even right. hiding it. She's like... Heavy ball in my pocket right and now. And actually, yeah. that's... Because I didn't know about it. And at the time, I mean, we were in eighth, seventh... I don't remember. I think it was either early eighth or end of seventh Middle grade. school. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember being like, oh, fuck, I didn't know that shit either. Like, that kind of scared me, too, though. She was a little too... And then after that, it, I did notice how she was different. She mm. was, She had, like, issues, though. Like, I think she was, like, abused and stuff mm. and, like, all that stuff. So, that was my first kiss, and that's why I remember that, too, because it was weird. Like, it right. was... <laughs> it was like, I remember talking, like, in middle school, like, not kissing, or we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend or nothing, but I remember, like, having a crush on, like, a, a goth girl, like, an emo-type girl, mm-hmm. and, um, because I remember she said, she goes, oh, I know who Iron Maiden is, and I made my dick, <laughs> like, I was like, you know who Iron Maiden is? And, like, um, she would talk to me about, like, cutting herself and, like, um, like taking her mom's pills and this, this, and that. Right. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, I would do yeah, that, too. If my, if I, well, no, on the, like, I was trying to play oh. it cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds dope or tight. Yeah. Remember when people say tight? <laughs> right, right, right. That's tight. Oh, but on, snap. On the end, I remember going home, oh, my God, like, oh. Yeah. This girl thing, I think this chick likes me, too. Oh, no. Like, yeah. It's scary. I remember it flipped the switch, though, actually. Even, um, I was a good, I don't know what happened later on, but at that time, well, my parents had told me all that, and they were like, you can't, you need to distance yourself from her. It wasn't, I remember being like, yeah, I'm kid. Like, <laughs> Shit, for real. crazy. Like, I'm not about that either. Like, so, so yeah, that was, I remember that, my first kiss. First kiss. Oh, young love. All right, so the next one. Uh, talk about a time you were rejected and or rejected someone else. Man, ooh, man. So I, of I was like, I was a very ugly teen, very acne-filled, braces, uh, thick glasses. I had bad acne. Did you have... Dude, I, I had, had bad acne. I didn't have bad enough to where I needed the pills, but I think it's because like, I was like scrubbing the shit out of my face. Because my that dad... Doesn't always, that does not help. That yeah. irritates him more. Because apparently I get my bad acne from my dad's side of the family. Because apparently my dad had to take like those really big horse pills for acne. Because mm-hmm. he apparently was like bad with pimples. Like, so um, luckily I never got to the pimple stage. But I got to the point where I remember seeing like, a proactive commercial for the first time. Like crying on my knees. Mom, please buy me proactive. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, just use soap. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. <laughs> The Mexican in her just fucking start washing her face more. Yeah, I was like, just don't don't pick at your face. Even though she's the one, let me pop these pimples. Yeah, like, oh my god, yeah, fucking yeah. And her and her sister, my aunt, like, my aunt Beatty, couldn't fucking go over to my grandparents' house or Aunt Beatty's house. Let me see your face. Come over here. And I'm like, no, because she had nails. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I was a very ugly teen. I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> I'm still. I still feel I'm ugly now. But I'm like, eh, I feel I'm doing a lot better than what I was back then. Um, it w- I would always have to play it off and be like, no, I was just kidding. My friend dared me to come over here because I'd be so embarrassed. Like, I'd be like, hey, uh, I, I really like you, you know, uh, you know, I think we should like maybe talk or like, you can, can do you want to sit together at lunch? You know, those kind of things, you know, being in school, you know, we can, you know, we can sit over here. I can take you to the theater hall at lunch. We could eat, <laughs> you know, no. Can I walk you to the bus? Right. Yeah. Let me walk you to your bus. So like. <laughs> My bus usually is right behind you, so it's right there. 
Fucking in middle school pickups. Yeah. Um, no, the the worst I can think I've been rejected is where I, I went to go talk to, it was my freshman year. And I remember, because that's when I, like, my freshman year, I was so obsessed with getting a girlfriend. Because, like, like, I had crushes, and, like, like in middle school, I had girls that liked me, and I liked them back, but we never did anything, like, talked about, oh, are we boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything like that. So, but I was just remember coming in a freshman, like, oh, you, only the cool kids have girlfriends, you have to have a girlfriend. And I remember I went up to a junior, when I was a freshman, and it was, she was on the dance team, and I asked her, I was like, Hey, do you want to go to homecoming with me? And her and all her friends all laughed at me. Oh, like ah, and like oh and then my like God, that is the worst. And I was like, and I'm there, acne ridden freshman, fucking polo and tight jeans, all Ugh. okay. And oh my God, I remember my face got all she red. What's up? The girl that you asked was laughing too, or just her friends? She laughed like she just <laughs> just started laughing because uh, you know her- sometimes the girls like. And then her friends are being dicks, but like the yeah. girls, it's worse than the girls laughing. Yeah, too. the like, girl was laughing, and I was just like, uh, uh, and I just walked away, and I was just like, fuck, that was embarrassing, damn. and I felt my face getting red, like you know how you just like, I'm not gonna, I don't feel like I want to cry, but my eyes just get watery, cause I'm just like, oh god, okay, and then like remember just like running away, all and the worst, I kind of stumbled too as I'm running away, so it was just a bad situation. That's the worst I can. The worst rejection I could think of. Because it's just been like... What about no. rejecting someone? <sighs> rejecting someone? It wasn't so much rejecting. Like I said, I was a bad guy coming out of high school. Um, there was this chick, and it sounds terrible. Like, this chick that I, you know, I was trying so hard to bang. Like, so hard. Finally did it. And then just fucking, I deleted her number and just like, whatever. And so then like, she came, she came up to me. I forgot where, I think at Northwest Vista. And she was all like, Ooh, what's going on? And I remember telling her, not one of my proudest moments. I was like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. But, but we, uh, I'm like, and I have my friends there and I'm like, I don't know who you are. Leave me alone. Uh, you did it to her what had happened to you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not my proudest moment. because For real. <laughs> and all my friends, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. that bitch. Of like, like, I tapped her once, but that was uh, it. Like, all the, you know, it sucks like, to be working with kids now. I'm like, ah, oh, now I remember all the stupid shit they think that is cool. Right. And yeah. like, and then there's a group of them that you can't even like reason with them because they all are like band together. Like, yeah, it, it scares me as a teacher <laughs> to, yeah, to walk so, into that again. So yeah, so there's the, well, like I said, I'm not proud of that. And like, that's why I got my karma. Like I was talking about my yeah, worst date yeah. and then I got all, oh, and then end up getting my heart ripped out of my chest. So that's that's what I'm saying. I stopped doing that. Met Leslie. Fell in love. Da, 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 yeah, so. that all works out. <laughs> all right, my okay. Rejected someone. My when I when I lost my virginity, I was 16. I was a sophomore, um, and it was Halloween that year, whatever that year was. And I had actually been with the girl, the girl for like a month or so before, and. She was a really sweet girl, but she was not... She was a homely-looking girl. <laughs> but I really liked her. She was a handsome woman. <laughs> um, so, she was not my type, right? She was definitely She was a woman, goddammit. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. So, um... <laughs> 
I and, and the thing was that she wouldn't like I remember when I first my buddy the my buddy I used to bug them I, the thing what had happened looking back at it now I realized what was going on was that I was bugging my buddy and his girlfriend all the time because I was always tagging along I was the third reel and I never realized that I was the third reel I was just mm-hmm. like let's all hang out forever like these all are my, my best friends yeah like, <laughs> yeah exactly and so they you know set us up um, and initially I was like yeah definitely not but then at the same time I was like. Well, maybe, because I think maybe I could, right? Because it was my first time, and I was this and that. And even the first night, we, like, spent the night together. And I got her topless and this and that, but she wouldn't, like, we couldn't, we didn't do it or whatever. Yeah, so, but I was like, you know what? She was cool, though. She was really a cool person. So we started dating. It was, like, a month into it, and then whatever. Halloween, we, um, we hooked up. And we stayed together for a while. She was actually one of my more... She was probably one of my... I've only had, like, like three girlfriends. Serious. serious girlfriends that I, like, dated for a substantial amount of time. And she was probably my second one. And, um... <clears throat> we dated, we dated. And then I kind of got into the groove of how to talk to girls. And right. How to, and I was experimenting with, like, alcohol and, you know, and pot and stuff. And I was going to parties. And here... Okay, so I was a sophomore. And she was a junior... But she had graduated early. She was super smart. She had graduated early as a junior, and she had a scholarship for art at the local college at the time. So she was a college. She was in college at the time too, even though we were only like a year and a half apart. Mm-hmm. So that was weird too, though, because she was just like way more mature than me, like way more mature. Already, she's a year. You know, no, but just mentally, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like she was already in college. You know, graduated high school on a scholarship. Um, no, she had braces, so it was... Uh, it was <laughs> I was doing a dick-sucking gesture, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the thing was, is that I was just a horn dog at the time. And I, I did... What teenage boy wasn't, you right. know what I mean? And like, I really do... That was probably my first love, I think, because I really did fall in love with her. As I was comfortable with her. I was, you know... Seen her tits, so... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I had never been with that with someone else before, either. Um, but she, like... She did wasn't... She was not the type of... She was a smart girl. Not that a smart girl can't be sexually active, but she was definitely not into as much sex stuff as... Right. And for our age or whatever. So that was always a rift. And I started going out more. And I would invite her out, but it's a small town too, right? So she knew all these people. And she, I, would, I would get invited to parties and I would be like, you know, come with me. And she didn't want to go because she knew who they were and she was kind of an outcast too. And, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't want to go. And now I get it. But at the time I was like, you know let's just go and drink and have a good time but she would never go so I would go by myself and I ended up starting like hooking up with other girls right. so I was and then eventually I it wasn't that long I think I hooked up like one girl um while I was still with her and I felt like shit about it so I re- and I realized that it wasn't like okay I need to stop that and focus on her it was more like I don't want to be with her anymore I want to pursue this. That's the thing. Not to interrupt you, to the little, to just to kind of veer off of that real quick. Because, yeah, so, like I was talking about, my first kiss was this girl I got together on my birthday. It lasted, like, three, four days, whatever, right? I don't even consider that as an ex. I was just like, oh, that's weird high school yeah, thing. Yeah. So, I dated one girl all of high school. Like, after that, Carissa chick, I dated this girl named Andrea for four years. Freshman, we broke up. The summer of freshman year going into sophomore year, mm-hmm. but we got back together sophomore year and we dated from sophomore all the way to, to graduation. And she went to NYU 
um, she went to school in New York. Wow. So, and here's the thing. Again, I was I was the bigger horn dog and everything, right? Like I'm the one. Anytime she came over to the room, just touch it, just touch it, just touch <laughs> yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah. can I just show it to yeah. you? Just like, show me your tits. Can I just suck on your tits and jerk off? Like, yes, like please. <laughs> I'd be. I would say that. Yeah, I'd be oh, like, yeah, I know what you're just saying. Just like, yeah. like, can I just lay on top of you and let my, <laughs> right, you know, the pants right, rub and right, you know, and right. I would do that. And you, you know, so, <laughs> oh man, everybody is the same person. Yeah. Um, different light, you know. Like teenage boys, we're all the same. Yeah. Dirty. Just bastard. fucking look yeah. at it. Just. Can you just tell me you think about my dick? Can you just stare at the pants real quick, just please? So fucking. So yeah. So all, and you know, and you know, she, you know, down each other, you know, you know, all this, you know, we experimented kind of things. Mm. And this is a girl I did lose my virginity to, but we only had sex twice. The whole four years we dated, we had sex twice. We had sex on prom night. Even though we didn't go to prom, we just veered off and fucked. Which wasn't even fucking. I had like, like an inch and a half in her. And she was like, oh, this hurts. And like, oh, it came. Because I was like, I'm in a vagina. No way. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So, and then. Fuck sometime in the summer. So then after she went to New York, because, like, when I would talk about a relationship and stuff and talk about how, like, oh, a relationship is hard work. I'm trying to sound all philosophic, philosophical and everything. There was girls that were like, damn, well, I really wish you were single and this, this, and that. So I was like, oh. And so, yeah, after she went to New York, I kind of learned how to pick up chicks and shit. Yeah. So I was like, while she was in New York, I was down here fucking anything that moved or anything that showed me any type of attention. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand that. Like, oh, wait, I see how this works now. Like, yeah. I, I'm getting this. And so. I felt bad because I really did like her, though. Like, she really was. And, I, and we had been dating for a while because when I, when I found a good thing, I stuck with it. You know, right. with her in. That, that sounds horrible. I, I just mean, like, we, pig. I know. Honestly. We had, we know, we, we really were into each other. And she liked me. I liked her. And um, we did it, uh, you know, it was for a good time, for a little while. It was a good time. We were in. It was funny because she was just so artsy. She was very artsy, very kind of hipster before hipster was a thing, though. Right. Um, she had a pixie cut. You know, she was mm. she was very hipster a type of girl. You know, art major, art scholarship, even you know, uh, going to college on it. So and even then, I would call her like babe, but I would call her babe because it was an endearing right. title. But she would call me babe because it was like funny like she was like making fun of Bing. the way of saying that or hunt she would call me honey or deer like mm-hmm. but it was like a joke because honey right but we never are on that level of right. sarcasm because we kind of were and i kind of got it, she kind of got it but we we're just whatever right um anyway so i ended up yeah i i che- i did cheat on her i felt like shit about it um and so i was like you know what? i need to i need to end it so that's when I, I went to her place and I went to, and I used, I mean, I used to stay the night at her house, you know, I knew her parents, I used to play pool with her dad, like we were right. uh, in a relationship and um, I just was like, you know, I just, I really need to talk to you. The whole, it was, I think it was the only time I was really broken up with someone and I really was sad about it. I think the only other person I broke up was the girl I was dating before I met Mrs. Teach while I was, I was actually dating her when I met Mrs. Teach and <laughs> I dated both of them for like the week. <laughs> but um, I told I, her name was Becky. Becky uh, it was Rebecca, but it was Becky. Uh, I can't think of her last name now. But and and her parent, her family lived the Dallas Cowboys, which was funny because everyone uh, everyone likes the Vikings up there, you know. Right. But they even named their first son Dallas. <laughs> and here's the thing: was that even then Dallas was 
in the cool crowd for South Dakota. I used to meet up with him at parties. We would just show, we would meet each other. We didn't mean to meet, but we'd be at the same party. And he's the one that started giving me like ecstasy and like pot and cards. Right. We used to party together. It was really, it was, I was very entwined with this girl, but at the same time, I would hook up with girls in front, of, you know, I would be hooking up with girls in front of the the brother, right? which was just weird. So, so I ended it with Becky. Um, and that was the first time I rejected and that was horrible and awkward and just horrible. And I just always remember her going, uh, crying. Cause I was like, I want to break up, you know, and we weren't doing good for a while. Cause I was going out a lot. Not really. Paying and I would always either. invite her though, but she always would tell me no. She would always say no, always say no. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go out. I'm like, I'm inviting to go out. You don't want to go. I'm going to go. Right. Like I'm still going to do yeah, what I want to so do. So we weren't, uh, we were fighting about that a lot. And I just remember her crying and going, I was like, do you even want to be with me? Or, you know, do you even want to stay together and work this out? And she was, she said, honey, I would like to. And that honey, that thing, cause it was like the way she's, it was like half like, well, honey, that's, how I would she, like to? that's how she joked. We call me honey. Yeah. Like we were an old couple. So I, that kind of was like a nah, little bit of, tin- yeah. no, it was a tinge of like sadness. Cause it was like. That was the way she kind of showed. to each other. Because she was, like, kind of embarrassed about being so close. And that's how she kind of shielded it. But it was being close. Yeah. And at the same time, I was like, see, you're still fucking sarcastic. And, like, you still, even right now, you're being funny. You're trying to be funny. Right. So, right. So, that was, so it was very awkward and very weird. So, that was me rejecting someone. What about you being rejected? Me being rejected. Drink break. Drink break. Drink break. Man, I have finished my drinks. No. But I'm I'm pretty inebriated, so yeah. it's okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me know. I got plenty. Right. There's beer too. Oh well. Oh, there's vodka, and I'll have a soda though. But you're good. Um, being rejected. So another time, I used, my friend at the time was like 19, and I was 16, right? And he was my buddy that I used to go out with a lot. And then of course he knew girls that were like 21, 22, 23. So this one time we go to a party, right? And he tells everyone, my birthday was like the next, like in a, like that weekend or something or whatever. It was in a few days. And I was actually going to turn 17. But he told them, we told them that I was going to be 22. That was my, Ooh, okay. I was going to be 22. And I, I'm tall, so right. I, I could kind of pull it off. And the girl was 23. I hooked up with her. Because okay. she thought I was going to be 22 that week. And she was 23, so it all was kosher. And you were turning 17. I was 16. Oh, okay. Ooh. I was 16 at the time. Ooh. Her name was Tatum. So, and she wasn't even anything spectacular either. But for me at the time, I'm like 16-year-old, 23-year-old. Right, you insane. feel like the man. <laughs> insane. And she lived with her friend. They had like a trailer. They, she and her girlfriend Ooh. lived in a trailer. And so all our, I mean, it was like a little part, like a little kickback and we were in the bathroom and I just remember doing it on the bathroom and you could hear us though. Right. But it was like, I was like, bam. And then all you hear is like my friend and my girl, and like with the, and she was like, stop, stop fucking hitting the, right. I was being a kid. I was 16 years old. Right oh my yeah. God. I was just going ape shit. So anyway, so, so actually, and here was the thing too, is that we hadn't, um, I had convinced her to not use a condom. Ooh. And this was, again, use a condom kids. Cause that's yeah. retarded not to do that. But I was 16 and whatever. I, and I did have some, but they were in my truck. 
And you had to park far and stuff. It's whatever. I, it was. I, I told. It was like, easier just to fuck without the condom. Because yeah. I was like, I do have them in my car. And I'm like, you want me to go get him? She's like, ah, shut up. <laughs> you know, like yeah, just, just just do it. Fuck me. Like, and then actually, so when we finished though, she started crying because like oh, she because no. she wasn't like that type of girl and like. And without the condom was even worse because she felt really like scared, and, oh, like, no, you know, like, yeah. yeah, freaking out. And we just kind of like, I just kind of like, we fell asleep together, right? And she was, I was trying to comfort her the whole night. So it was a nice night <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> for me. <laughs> and so come to find out, the next time we hung out, right? So it, it had been like maybe a week. The next week we go to hang out, and um, <laughs> I asked my buddy was nineteen, right? And I was mm-hmm. sixteen, and I had just turned seventeen at the time. But he used to buy me my cigarettes. I used to buy cigarettes. So I go to him and I'm like, "Hey, can you go buy my smokes?" Quietly, and he looks at not my the girl I hooked up with, but her friend was like, "Hey, you mind going to buy the teach some smokes?" And they were like, "Why?" And he was like, "Cause he's not eighteen yet." And they were like, "He forgot that we had that I was twenty two the ploy. And they were like, "Or he she he actually he actually said he's not old enough." And they were like, "Not old enough to buy smokes?" And then they looked at each other like. And then they looked at, my friend, was, his name was Jay, and Jay looked at me like, oh, shit. And they're like, how fucking old are you? I was like, I just turned 17. And the girl Tatum, like, went white. Like, went fucking white. <laughs> fucking. And, like, ran to her room, locked the door, freaked out. They kicked us out, right? They're freaking out. Come to find out, anyways, I had tried to message her, because I was like, at 16, I'm like, we could date, I don't know, like, I'm cool with it. She worked at the Bath and Body Works at the mall, the one mall, the one right. mall. And, I know where uh, she is. Um, I, I didn't mean to, I was actually just at, out with my friends, but I when we went to Bath and Body Works, it had been like a couple weeks after the fact, you know, she was right. she wouldn't respond to me, I had her phone number at the time, and she wouldn't respond, she didn't answer this and that, and I just kind of blew it off, whatever. But when we were walking around and we went to Bath and Body Works, I saw her. And I went, I just wanted to go, to, at least just to like, whatever, say my mm-hmm. piece or something. She fucking ran to the back room. And I never talked to her again. Wow. So that was me being rejected. Cause I, and I felt like a shithead too, because I was like, well, I did kind of make her engage in statutory rape. So right, I was like, Jesus Christ. That's pretty fucked Man, up. Man, fuck you. That's your worst rejection story. Mine is, I'm getting laughed at, humiliated. <laughs> Yours is, well, I still got sex out of it. So, that story. Nah. <laughs> well, well, that's. I feel like that's the most. In- I mean, but I was. I was a fat kid before then too, because I didn't. I used to do a lot of stupid shit around that when I didn't eat a lot. But before then, like in middle school, before like when I, in before I moved down here and in Wichita Falls. I had rejection stories where I mean, but I was kind of like I just asked anyone to be my girlfriend. If I thought oh, you were okay. I'd just like you want to be a girlfriend, they're like no. So <laughs> I have like no. thirty of those. So Man. just know that. I mean, well, like, I were, just those are, are like a diamond dozen though, like for me. Right. So it was like you were a fat kid and got your dick wet. Fuck this. Well, I was a fat kid in South Dakota because I was doing a lot of like oh. extracurriculars. Where I didn't well, eat a lot, fuck. Oh yeah, I got rejected a fucker <laughs> and then she left and I'm like. <laughs> all fucked up. No, that's cool. You know, it's funny because I kind of thought, I was like, this makes me sound so kind of good, even though it's a rejection story. But that's the most intricate one. Yeah. That's the most dramatic yeah. one. So It's good radio. It's good yeah, podcast yeah, talk. So yeah. that's what matters. What's the next question? I think oh. we got time for one more, one or two more. There's a few more. Okay. What was your first addiction? 
first addiction funko pops <laughs> yeah so i've never i've never collected anything i don't want to say i've been oh you know well the next question is what was the first time you collected <laughs> oh okay so, so is yeah. there a distinction of addiction and collections i was like i've never been addicted to anything i guess you could say soda is like i've always mm. drinking soda mm-hmm. it's like but i never drank it to get energy or like drinking it like oh i need well no let me take that back because um because, yeah, anytime I tried to stop drinking soda, I'd be like, oh, well, let me stop, like, cold turkey. Mm-hmm. And that first two days, I would have the migraines and be like, oh, fuck, fuck me, because it's that that's caffeine withdrawal. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, so, yeah, let me, that's why I said, let me backtrack, let me say that, the whole soda thing. But honestly, what kicked me off of that is because on Super Bowl Sunday, I went to Top Golf for the first time, and I went with uh, my buddy's friend. Um, because my buddy was, my, my buddy from work was holding a Super Bowl party thing at his house. And he was out doing stuff, getting ready for that. And I posted on Facebook, that's when I wanted to do golfing. And so he was like, oh, well, let me pick you up and we'll go. So we went to Top Golf, and it was like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. And we drank. We had a pitcher of beer in the morning. And then when we went to my friend's house. Yeah, that's a good way to start a morning. I was like, yeah. And then we drank like nothing but booze all day long up until the Super Bowl. So I was like day drunk. And then the next day, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. I was just drinking water, not by like, oh, I need to drink water because I'm trying to stop soda. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of like, wait, it took me a couple days and I was like, I don't have a migraine. <gasps> I kicked it. I did it. I did it. Thanks, booze. Like, it worked. So, yeah, I guess addiction would be soda, yeah. but I'm, I'm working on that. And Jackie knows I've been doing really good. She's keeping me in check. I'll have a soda with my lunch. Hey, it's like, I'm not, an, I'm not an idiot. Okay, yeah. I'm not trying to die, but, you know. It's uh, called balance. Right. Yeah. But my first collection, I've never collected anything until these Funko Pops. So the first pop that I got was a Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Uh Some guy that I barely knew at Walmart, he came to my birthday party when I turned 21 and he brought me the Vegeta pop. And he goes, hey, he goes, I don't know if you collect these kind of things, but I know you like Dragon Ball Z. Here's this. Cool. No big deal. This is awesome, right? All right, whatever. Yeah, I still have it. Yeah, it's my first pop ever. Well, no, it's not my first pop ever. It's one of the first ones that kind of... I thought it was your first one. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, wait, wait. So my first pop ever actually is... It was a Paul Stanley, the lead singer of Kiss. Uh That girl that was cheating on me the whole time, she got me a (laughs) Kiss pop doll. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. I threw away the box because, like, I just want the little yeah, little figure. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool, whatever. So then when I moved out, you know, I totally forgot I even had this thing. So I remember, like, it wasn't until I think we moved into these apartments where my mom was like, hey, I found this little mono that you have, you know, here in this and that. Like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. And kept it. But, yeah, my pop addiction really started growing with that Vegeta because I got the Vegeta and I was like, oh, there's more. They have all the other characters. So I was like, oh, maybe eventually get them. Christmas and birthdays started getting a couple from Leslie. Like, oh, oh, there's WWE ones. Oh, cool. Oh, they have Sailor Moon ones. Do they oh. have a Buddha one. I want a Buddha one. I, yeah, they do. I think. Um, I think it's like uh, what they call vaulted. Like, they oh, have, really? They have religious figures and stuff. They have like anything you can think of, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah. So then it was just like, oh, well, this one's cool. Well, this one actually will complete this little series. So I think I'll buy this one. Wait, why is? Oh, this one, what's a Chase exclusive? Like, mm. what? And that's kind of where it came in. And now I have over almost 200. And my, my estimated value, because there's a website called Pop Price Guide, uh. or in the community, PPG for short. Um, 
And my estimated PPG is at um, almost $1,600 um, for all my pops. And that's commons, exclusives, rare ones, and this is They're and like that. the new Beanie Babies. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I was like, and people are people go nuts for these things. So did, this is digresses, but it's to go back into pops. But are Beanie Babies still as lucrative as they were back in the day? I think they're, I think they're still worth a lot of money. It, I don't it know. It depends on someone buying them, right? Like the approximate, approximity of what they're worth. Because the availability, you have to find someone to pay that, right? Yeah, because the availability now of Beanie Babies is very is like few and far in between. It's even because, more so, right? Yeah, because yeah. they stop making them. But it's like they still have value, but it's not as valuable as it was when the craze was back in the day, right? Like what these pops are, like these pops are going to end up being worth nothing, and you know eventually, like be, right? Yeah, you know the the popularity is going to die down, but for the time being, this is really cool. And then like that, I'm not trying to stop. I'm just no, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Okay. So, like, the whole thing with this PPG website is because there's... You're a nervous book opener. I guess you so. You know how many times you've done that? Like, yeah. you read it or something? Like, you try to check it out. There, there's a book on the table that I just have been, like, <laughs> flip through the pages. Um, that's how I was with the knife. That's why I said, let me put this back. Before we started recording, he had a switchblade on here, and I was all... Kink, kink, yeah. kink. So, let me put it behind me. I'm just gonna, like, oh, okay, dude. Right, fuck. Right. <laughs> so um so that pop price guy because if you see pops at the store they're like 10 12 bucks just regular right, right. unless it's a considered an exclusive and it's maybe 15. Uh-huh. And so I was like okay so that's that's how much I bought it for but then this is an estimated worth. There's not like some magical genie this is worth 100. This is worth like that Paul Stanley one that right, I had right. because and there's a different cuz some people collect them out of the box, some people collect them in the box. But they're worth more if they're in the box. Sure. So that Paul Stanley that I had, that when I started getting in, I was like, oh, yeah, here's the little Paul Stanley one I have. Oh, but I don't have the box. Ended up being worth almost $100 just for that one pop alone. And I'm like... You went out of the box? No, not out of the box. So that's why I was like, fuck. Like, I damn, if I knew then what I knew now kind of thing. So I'm like, fuck. So, like, yeah, these things, like, but... Sometimes, like, because there's, like, for WWE, there's a lot of cool WWE ones that are considered rare, but they're worth, like, 100 200 300 bucks, and I'm like, fuck. Like, there's a, um, I haven't checked on it recently, but the uh, Ned Stark, Nedard Stark, Eddard Stark, there's a pop of him that's an exclusive when he's decapitated, where it's, like, his head with the blood coming out, and then it's, like, it's his body. So it's kind of like a taller box, because it shows, like, kind of, like, emphasizing that he's decapitated. It's worth almost eleven hundred dollars. Oh my god! The most expensive pop in the world, still that I'm pretty sure, is a holographic Darth Maul from Star Wars. Like it's blue and it glows in the dark. That one's worth almost four thousand dollars. That's insane. And that's its estimated value, bro. Like that's not even like this is four thousand dollars. Well, but that's just saying like you could ask this. And that's reasonable. Exactly. Yeah. Because if somebody had it, like, hey, who wants this pop? Because, I mean, people want to go out and collect all of them of the series. Because mm-hmm. that's how I am. Like, with WWE, I don't have every WWE pop because the ones I'm missing are the exclusives. Like, I'm missing a CM Punk one where he's in pink tights. Now one's worth, like, 200 300 bucks, And I'm like, man, I really don't want to pay $200 for a toy that's going to collect dust in my closet. And that's kind of how I am. I'm like, but if I found it like at a yard sale or something for ten bucks, fuck yeah! Oh yeah, well, why not? exactly. But I'm the same way. yeah, but that, I guess that's my collection, and you know that's my first collection because I never collected anything. So it's these pops that I'm really into. 
I don't. Okay, so okay, the quite the we combined them. The two addiction and collection. Addiction and collection. I I don't remember my first addiction. It was definitely either alcohol or cigarettes, and I want I want to say that it was cigarettes before alcohol because. It's a long story. My friend came over one time. It was like ninth grade, and we were we used to live in Shaw Falls, and we were military brats. And somehow he came and visited for like the weekend. He brought like a carton of cigarettes. We snuck out of my window and we're smoking cigarettes. He was trying to show me how to smoke, and my dad had caught us. You know, <laughs> and then it smelled like smoke. And my buddy brought this burning cigarette back into the room. Like we were halfway up <clears throat> when my dad came in. We ran inside through the window. It was, like, so obvious, right? Right. Like, we like, he's like, what are you doing running out to the window? And then my buddy had this lit cigarette in his hand. <laughs> so busted right out the back. And he, But uh, my friend had a carton, though, and we only had this pack. So my right. dad took the pack. And so that was, I just remember, that was towards the end of my parents' marriage, though. Because they had split up, like, a couple months later after mm-hmm. that. And my friend had moved. Well, he he didn't live there anyways. But I ended up finding the pack. And, like, I just remember sitting on the back and, like, just smoking one after one. Just trying to learn how to smoke because... Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting sick the first time, you know, a couple of them. And then, but I would... I just kept trying, you know, teaching myself how to smoke. It's all stupid, right? But at the same time, that was all... My parents had split up. This is getting deep. My parents right. said, so my dad had moved out. My mom was going out a lot. What had happened was my mom had cheated on my dad. Mm. So she had like a boyfriend at the time. Um, my dad had moved out and then she was always going out to see him. So I was always at home by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because every time, my mom, every night, every day my mom going out, which was like every night she would buy a Little Caesars pizza. Oh, really? Right? Like every night that was just dinner, Little Caesars pizza. And so it's funny now because, like, when Mrs. Teach has to go out or so, like, goes out of town or something, I'm like, hey, can we go get a Little Caesar's Pizza? And she's like, why do you always want Little Caesar's Pizza when I leave? I'm like, oh, fuck. I think it's, like, abandonment issues. Like, anytime, anytime someone leaves, I feel like I'm going to be alone. Little Caesar's Pizza. Right. Like, that's my comfort food from being abandoned. Um, <laughs> so, so, anyway, so at the same time with the cigarettes, we also had a bar that my grandfather had, like, built. And, you know, he passed away. But we had the bar in the house and we had um, alcohol there. So I was also doing the alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was experimenting with alcohol and the cigarettes. So I don't I, I don't recall... I remember getting bad hangovers and getting sick off cigarettes. So I don't know which one I got addicted to first. Right. Because I'm still, to this day, drinking and smoking. Yeah, so. I was like... <laughs> so equally both. Um... I don't know. It's either cigarettes or alcohol. I, I don't recall. Um, first items I collected. <coughs> to be honest. I panties. Don't... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, nope, I'm committed relationship. One panties. <laughs> so, <laughs> not at all. Um, I think what I actually did, the only thing I ever did collect were um, WWF uh, um, action figures. I used to, my... Uh, for Christmas and for birthdays, I they would always buy me. and KB Toys was the thing. Oh, I remember KB Toys back yeah. in the day. So right there in like, the corner. Yeah, that was my, yeah. Uh, now it's like a hip hop store. Yeah, it's called like Freestyle so or something. Weird. Yeah, it's not a toy store anymore. But I remember having the I had the set where it was like it was a it was like a case, 
But then you could flip the top and put the ring on it with the red ropes and everything to, like, play with the toys. Mm -hmm. And every time, like, I got, you know, good grades or my birthday or Christmas, I got WWE. And I was all... I was more WWF. And I didn't really like WCW, but I still would fuck with them if I got them. Right. So I had, like... You know, I had all of them. I had, um... Now I can't... Sting? Sting, yes! I had Sting. I had Kane. I had, um, you know, like, the Blue Meanie. I had... Like, three Undertakers and, like, five Rocks and, like, right. you know, Stone Cold. All those at the time, I guess it was, like, early 90s. HBK. Well, I guess, like, mid-90s, um, early 2000s, maybe. That's, I used to collect those. I guess that was, and that's the only, I don't think I collect anything anymore. Um, empty liquor bottles. <laughs> <laughs> you but, know, surprisingly, I never had any WWE toys growing up. I, I think... I think I'm a little older than you in that sense that that's well, like even still, like still to this day, like I never like when I got in because I got into it in seventh grade. That's when I started watching wrestling. I didn't get my first WWE toy until last year's Christmas. Not this past, not not 2017 Christmas, 2016 Christmas, because it was always like me and my brother always said that you know we would be wrestlers and this this, and that when we started watching Mm -hmm. it. And um, we always said we wanted the tag team belts, like the toy belts you mm-hmm. see at Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and we'd always ask my parents, my parents, no, that's stupid, you guys aren't going to play with that, this, this, and that. And we totally had forgotten about them, right? Like the whole championship belt thing was whatever. So on Christmas 2016, my dad came out of the room and goes, oh, wait, hold on, I got one more toy, for, I got one more present for the boys. You know, and Leslie's there, you know, we're older now, we're yeah. men, we have beards, you know, we're <laughs> fucking... So my dad comes out with two wrapped gifts, and he goes, here, this is for you guys. And my dad has a smug little grin on his face, and we're like, okay. We open it up, and then me and my brother went, no way! Like, we're like, oh my god! They're the modern championship belts for the tag teams. Yeah. But me and my brother were like, holy shit! It finally happened. We're like, oh, and like we fucking <laughs> ripped it out of the package. We're like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Though. And then my dad's all cracking up. My mom was like, you guys actually like that? She's probably telling like me, like uh, you know, babe, don't get him that. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> so my dad's like dying. My dad is so happy. And then you know, this is you know, he needed a win. You know, we were trying mm-hmm. to give him as many wins because that was the year. You know, his father passed away. So it's like, you know, and we're, me and my brother were like, yeah, we're taking all these selfies with the belt. And my mom is like, you two actually like that? And we're like, yes, this is awesome. And she goes, man, I was with your dad at the store and he saw two of them and he goes, oh, I'm going to get these for Trey and Justin. And I kept telling him, no, don't buy that. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. He goes, no, fuck you. I'm buying these. I'm buying these belts. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> no, you good. I always felt like the way you talked about your dad, not that he was... But I always have this connotation of your dad being like this kind of meaner, kind yeah. of kind of colder kind of dad presence. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of my grandpa. So hearing this story is really kind of heartwarming because it's kind of like that's awesome, you know? Yeah, like, he's you know. really like still to this day. I mean, he's he's mostly yeah. angry, yeah. you know. He's always sort of like, but there's little moments like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like that I really cherish the most with my yeah. dad. Yeah. It's because to see him smile is a rare occasion. To see and him, for him as a grown ass man to buy his grown ass men sons, sons you know, fucking WWE toy belts, belts. That's, and that's it's all cheap cool. plastic and yeah. everything like that. But, you know that it's the thought. It's like because he knows how much y'all like that. Exactly. Like, oh he remembers God. that. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. So yeah. So that was like the dopest Christmas gift. That's really fucking. Cool. I got cologne. I got work clothes. I got like whatever. I got technology. <laughs> And I'm like, 
fuck yeah! yeah. Fucking cheap ass little belt. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I digress on that one. Cool. What do? What's the What's the last question we have? All right, the last one was biggest turn on, Ugh. off. Oh, turn off the switch. Um, <laughs> biggest turn off, and I'll say this, and I don't judge people that do it, but for me, on an a, on an actual standpoint, don't say black people. No, 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 no. It's not a race. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm just kidding. My biggest turn off is smoking and drug use. Oh, fuck. I was like, I have yes. friends. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like I can't be friends with them. I'm saying yeah, I can't. Yeah. I dated a girl who was a big pothead. She loved oh, right, smoking right. weed, but it was just like she always smelled like it. Yeah. The, and I'm not saying no, this no. Is no. I, I I get that. I yeah, respect like, that. I really can. Is like yeah. and just she was very forgetful. Like when she was high. Yeah. And I think she was kind of, and again, I've never been high, so I don't know. So it's like, I think she was maybe like over-exaggerating being high. Because she's like, oh, I forgot I was high. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what happens when I'm high. It becomes an excuse. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it was kind of like, uh, like I would go to her house to pick her up for a date. Oh, well, I have to go to work. I'm sorry. I forgot. You told me when I was high. And I'm like, well, shit. So it's like that I really got into it. And at the same time, I, I was fucking her and fucking some other chick. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm going with the chick that doesn't smoke. But yeah, smoking and doing drugs is just, it's not my thing. I wouldn't be into a girl. I'm not into girls that do that. Absolutely. Um, I can't, it's not that I can't be friends with them. To be I honest, just, I piggyback, I'm not going to take that as my answer, but I totally understand that too, because I don't like when they're too much into it either. Cause it's like, well, I can't support your shit too. Like. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's never been my thing. Cause like I said, I've never personally been interested by it. I don't yeah. want to be with a girl. Like, um, as for biggest turn on, um, it's hard to say for the, uh, it's like, it's hard, it's hard to say. Cause it, there's a lot of different aspects. And as you get older, there's a lot of different things that turn you on too. Right. It's like for the longest time, like, I don't know if you call it a turn on, but I was really into like always wanted to like come on tits. It's like and, and, okay, right, and that's that's a section of things that get turned. Yeah, on. so yeah. it's like oh yeah, this is fucking awesome. It's like what the carnal most carnal sense or like yeah, because fucking get right. your tits over here, like right. yeah. But I don't know, like I guess like really thinking about it, it's like I don't I don't know like what's a turn on now, because like now I'm just like to the point where I'm like like the other night like we were just. Leslie and I were just chilling in the living room. I think it was Monday night. Yeah, I think it was... No, it wasn't last night. Um, I, damn, I don't remember what it was. But me and Leslie were just in the living room. And I'm just there. And my dick just goes, whoop, just goes up. And I'm like, anyone have sex? And she was like, right now? I'm like, yeah, fuck it, why not? So she's like, oh, okay. Fucked him. Because me and uh, Miss Teacher, I'm like... It's fucking Wednesday. We think this is the weekend. What's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> I gotta get up. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There's because Leslie. Leslie is ninety percent more hornier than I am. Yeah. So it's like they're just like, like I'm fucking laying in bed and like um I get up like I cuddle next to her right you know and my dick's near her butt you know but I'm not thinking much of it I'm like ah oh, this is really comfy I have the love of my life in my arms oh nothing could be better and she starts rubbing her butt and I'm like. Oh, babe, you ruined the moment. Everything's not sex with you. <laughs> yes! I'm like, man. She's like, what? Just come on. Let's just do it. Like, I'm like, no, I'm tired. I don't want to. 
I have a headache. I got to work in the morning. Come on. And then she's all starts trying to grab at it. I'm like, get yeah, off me. I think I've mentioned this before, but I'm like, if you're really that into it, start sucking my dick. I mean, if you really are about it, just start sucking it. Because I will start fucking you. Right. Some part of you, if you're sucking it. But if you're not about to suck my dick, then just stop. Like, right. And don't get me wrong. There's times where her attempts work, where she's kind of playing with that. And I'm like, gets me in that right way. And I'm like, mm, Okay. But then she's all like, well, come on, well, you got to get me revved up. I'm no, like, no. Yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. you're, you're propositioning me. Like, I, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you wanted to this. Me so I rammed it in you. Else, yeah. shut up. Like, yeah. this is what you wanted. Like, your body will take over and lubricate itself. So, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like the hormones and da, da, da. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, shut up. No, you don't, you don't get the fingers. You don't get any extra touching you. Right. Like, you don't get the special goods, you know. That's, you know? The, that's the hardest part. I think was like with this, uh, with the heterosexual relationship, I guess. I guess lesbians probably have it the best because they just are all about the lovey-dovey fingering and uh, foreplay stuff. But I'm willing to foreplay too. I actually like more foreplay than... Uh, nah, I just need to get the job done. I like, uh, to be honest, I like foreplay almost more than the insertion. But there are times where I just wanted to like get it in. But I know that she's not into it like that because she's, you know, it's, you got to get it revved up and, yeah, I don't, you know, this and that. See, so I that's why I'm just like, no, because I don't want to have to go down here for like 20 minutes and like get it all ready. Because like, see, know? the thing is sometimes because like when, when I get in the mood, I'm like, oh, like I'm in the mood. Right, right. And so like sometimes the foreplay is really good because foreplay is nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I don't like the foreplay because then like, because like I said, like I've said this many times, who am I trying to impress now? So, yeah, when we first started dating, I would, I would jerk off before she would come over. I would really pace, pace myself with my strokes as not to come early. We've been living together now for many years, and I'm just kind of like, fuck you. Like, put it in, two thrust. Fuck, I'm, I'm going to bed. I ain't got time for this shit. So, it's like, I don't like the foreplay so much because I really get revved up. And it's like, I can't even get any stroke game in because once I put it in, because this is what it was leading up to. Yes. That's true. That's true. So it's like, oh, I get that too. And it's I like, and I can't, and like really it was something that I want to do a lot is just like, but cause when I get in the mood, I get really like, I talk myself up and I'm like, oh yeah. Like after I'm done, I'm going to fuck you some more. Like, oh, we're doing rounds tonight and this, this and that. <laughs> I come, oh, you ready for the king of the jungle? Fuck it. You're going to get, <laughs> so this is me. So this is me after every sex cafe that we have. So get up, get off of her, right? I'm all, and I have to be a guy. I fucking throw her leg over, like, <sighs> and I fucking go into the doorway, and I'm like this. <sighs> Fuck. <sighs> Fuck me. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking take the condom. I go throw it away. Why am I dig off with some like towel or something that's on the floor? I sit in bed like this, fucking defeated. Oh my god. <laughs> And then she gets all into it, she, and then she gets all up on me. Oh, we're going to do rounds, baby? And I'm like, get the fuck off me. No, what the fuck? Like, oh Could my... Give me daddy heat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, shit. Who do you think I am, fucking Don Juan over here? Get off of me, man. It's like my nuts exploded, everything that's been built up inside of them. So it's like, yeah, all right, you ain't getting rounds from me. I, I know what I said. Because that's the thing, too, is like in the heat of the moment, I'm going to be like, man, this fucking, oh, like, let me just come all over you and come all over the bed and this, this, and that. And I'm like, but then on that, I'm like, no, because I'm not going to clean that shit up. Yeah. And it's like, and then that just gets really messy. So I'm like, yeah. Uh, it's, it's different. I, uh, yeah, I'm, 
I am a... So turn off, turn on. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I just... I got off really on a tangent there. True. I have more to say, but that's okay. No, because... say it, say it, say it, say it. No, it, I... I'm all about for... I actually, I enjoy foreplay a lot. Like, I really like... 69 is my favorite position because it's just <laughs> mutual love right there. And like, right. Mutual everyone's love. getting off on that. Um, but sometimes I don't want to. And a lot of times, and that's where jerking off comes in handy because you just kind of want to bust it out. You don't have to, like, you know, sit there for. It's easy. See, here's the thing, too, is um, me going down on Mrs. Teach, I just have to go down on her. You know, that's all that can really happen with positions. Right. Versus, even if, usually if I'm going down on her, I mean, if she's going down on me, we are 69ing, or she's positioned in a way where I can still play with her. So she's still right. getting off, right? I'm, but I don't get off going down on her, because I'm not going to be fucking... You're just have, there. I'm not going to have my ass in her face like, <laughs> going down her. That's fucking weird. Like, right. that's, no, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> just you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's horrible. You're all I don't, I don't even think about it either. Like, <laughs> so it's horrible. So that's not going to happen. So, and, But I do like going down. Um, you know, I like giving head. <laughs> that sounds weird too but I do <laughs> I do uh, but um, I gotta be like really in the mood and a lot right. of times I'm like I mean I'll fuck you but uh, I'm not really worried about how much you're into it cause yeah, I'm gonna be quick about it too cause just like if I was jerking off like sometimes she's into that too so she's like yeah that's cool like I just want to do it quick too. I just want to go to sleep. Like it's just like a quick. Like, okay, well, if we understand that it's not going to be like rounds or it's not going to be like this big production, that's cool. This but big production. <laughs> anyways, so that's that. Okay, the oh my uh, turn on a turn Mine's not as sexual, David. I'm sorry. But, yeah, like um, I really. My got biggest it. turn off is probably um, clinginess, but clinginess in the sense that so like Mrs. Teach is clingy, but she's clingy in the sense that. I realize the clinginess is specific to me. Like, mm-hmm. she's clingy just because, like, it's the love for me, this and that. I don't like the universal clinginess that when you first... Like, Mrs. Cheech has developed a clinginess with me. Like, when we first met, she was not clingy. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a normal girl that was, like, you know, texting me a lot. And sometimes I would... I wouldn't text her back. I'd just be like... You know, I would be in class. I'm like, I don't got time to text back. Whatever. You know, right. I was being a dick or whatever, but... And she wouldn't, she wouldn't bug me about it. She wouldn't text back and be like, um, excuse me. Like, right. Or, and she wouldn't, like, when I would text back later, be like, oh, now you're, op- you, are you free? Or, you know, like, give me shit about it. Yeah. It would just be like, okay, cool. Like, not even okay, cool. We just pick up where we left off. Exactly. Wasn't clingy then. Just clingy now only because it's kind of a cutesy thing. Right. It's not the same clinginess. That type of clinginess, so that initial bullshit that I just explained, that is the ultimate turnoff. And I think that's why I've never had really a lot of long-term relationships because usually that happens. I and mean, once you really, once you first <coughs> express interest in a female or, you know, in a relationship, um, as soon as that aspect of you don't text back right away and they kind of give you shit about it, mm-hmm. either they initiate it first and be like, um, excuse me, <laughs> right. that's unattractive. Or if I wait till all day, if I need all day and I text you back later and I'd be like, oh, okay, like bring it up, like, you know, that's unattractive. That's the biggest turn off. Uh, I hate that shit. Biggest turn on, I think. Oh. That was creepy. <laughs> that, yeah. 
Yeah, there was like little kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you heard the Alexa? The Alexa's laughing. Randomly. I saw it, but it didn't happen to me. Right. I've had, we've had times where um, randomly, like at late at night, it'll go. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. But like, no one says anything. That's fucking ugly. Yeah. I would I would cry. It was that's my weird. fear. So the only thing with the Alexa that uh, happens to me is like um, I'll be like Alexa, turn off the lights, and um, and it will do it right. But usually, because I know you don't have that right with uh-uh. the lights. No. So after you tell her to do it, she'll go okay, and like as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I'm like, Alexa, turn off kitchen or turn off bedroom. And it'll be like 10, 15 minutes. Okay. And then like it says it delayed, but I know she's saying okay to the request. Yeah. But it's still kind of creepy just to be there. Okay. We've done it. No one's asking anything. TV's off even. We're just like laying in bed and kind of like talking, but like it can't hear us. Right. And it'll just, all we hear is it. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Or I didn't catch that. You know, it says that, like, if you say it wrong, we're like, what the fuck? Like, right, yeah. no one said anything. No one even said like, anything close to Alexa. Anyways, my turn on, my biggest turn on, late, not lady, but overall, um, when Mrs. Teach, I kind of get off when she speaks, like, Korean. Like, okay. when she's talking to her family. Not like, <clears throat> when she's talking to someone in Korean, it just, it, she sounds so, like, um, like, worldly. Like, it just... It's really attractive that, like, she has, like, such a grasp on, like, our world, like, and there's a Western sense, and, like, this total other world that I have no idea about. Right. Like, I've never even, I've, I've had glimpses of it living there, but I don't even know, because I haven't lived there. It was only for, like, three weeks, but she's, like, totally advanced in both of them. That's just right. really, like, attractive. I kind of get turned on when she's, like, blah, 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 like, all in Korean, like, and I'm just, like... I kind of want to put it in you right now. Like, I don't right. know, like, can you keep speaking Korean? Like, it's, not like it's, so a, it's not like it's a romantic language or, like, it sounds very this or that, but it's just, like, I don't know, that's just attractive. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that, like, when Leslie, like, says, like, because Leslie doesn't speak Spanish, but, like, when Leslie says, like, like, some words in Spanish or she has that kind of an accent to it, I'm like, ooh, hey. Yeah. Get over here, senorita. Hey. <laughs> yeah, hello. Hola. I don't know. I don't know if it's an exotic thing because she doesn't, I don't think of Mrs. Teach as exotic anymore either, because she's not. You know what I'm saying? Like exotic. Yeah. Like it's not like everything's like so. Because she's accustomed. You're not totally simulated. Like you know, even when I met her, um, there are little things she's like. Oh, in Korea, we do this, and it's like, okay, whatever. But I don't know. It's some this aspect of her just knowing, you know, having a whole other world that she's privy to that I'm not. Or right. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of cool to. I don't know. It's sexy. Yeah. No. Damn, this is a three-hour episode. About to be a three-hour episode. If Holy y'all... shit. But you know what? This will be the true testament to our real fans. Yeah, that's pretty much all we got for this episode. If you guys listened to it all the way, you really appreciate it. Uh, almost three hours in. Um, really appreciate the support we got for the most recent episodes. Um, I'm tired of saying thank you for your patience because it's just like... Eh. What do you mean? Because I always say, like, well, thanks for waiting for the next episode. Or, like, hey, it's finally up. I'm just kind of like, eh, yeah. whatever. Like, is, yeah. You guys like it, hopefully. So. We're still making it. It won't be as short as of episodes because we're still making them. Yeah. So. And so, and I'm, I'm getting really into this. I'm really, I'm really excited how far it's come. And, you know, we're on iTunes. I guess we got rejected by Spotify because I haven't yeah, heard right. anything back from them. So, yeah. so I, I guess Spotify is not going to be a move but right now. But... Um, 
Well, as always, I've been David Clare. I'm the teach. Good night. No, no, don't do it. No, 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 I'm a virgin. No, 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 I'm a virgin. No, no.